0: and welcome to another episode of HP Critical, a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I'm Darrell, and I am joined by Brandon. Hey, guys. Kelly. Hi, everybody. Gabe.
1: Salutations.
2: And another
0: special guest for this week, Hannah. Hello. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, for anyone who doesn't know Hannah, can you please introduce yourself for our listeners?
3: Yes, uh, I am a freelance writer for IGN. I work with their guides team and their commerce team. Uh, and that's pretty much the bulk of what I do. But I also have a podcast called Shuffle the Pod that I co-host with my friend Catherine. So that's kind of me in a nutshell.
0: And to start this, can we talk about the last guide that you were working
3: on? Yes, I did the part of the guide. I helped out uh, the editor, but Resident Evil Village, so... which I spent most of this week just in my laptop, trying to get done.
0: Uh, yeah, I was like, I, on release day, I remember I messaged you like, "Good luck," because guides. Are cool. Like, <laughs> I don't know how guys. guide writers do guides. I, I, you guys are like, oh my gosh, you guys are amazing. There's no way. I, I've tried writing a guide one time, and I was like, how do you, how do you even format this? <laughs>
3: like, I don't... it's really fun. It just it gets stressful when you hit release day, and then you try to figure out, okay, what's important to get out there really quick? What mm-hmm. do I need to? hit during the weekend that people will probably be looking up, so then it just becomes more of a panic of trying to get things done as much as you can.
0: And then the craziest part was that you were doing Resident Evil Village, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to play Resident Evil Village. But, uh, for HP Critical, we have our awesome uh, scary uh, scream queen, Kelly, here, who is going to be writing the um, HP Critical uh, review for Resident Evil Village. How are you feeling about it, Kelly? I...
2: I I haven't finished the game yet, and I'm very irritated at that, but um, I think I'm getting close. I just, I've, like, my article is already so long, and I'm not even done. I'm, like, the story is just so in-depth, but, like, I didn't want to leave anything out because it is pretty interesting, so I'm just, like, writing so much. It's probably one of my (laughs) longest reviews.
3: (laughs) Oh, Oh, where are you at? Which part Um, are you at?
2: I'm at the factory, Heisenberg's factory. Oh,
3: Okay, so, so you're pretty close.
2: Yeah. yeah, I feel like I'm pretty close, but I feel like there's gonna be a fake ending where you're like you think it's over and it's not, and I'm like pretty sure that that's gonna happen. So I'm I'm holding out for that, but
3: I won't spoil I like it for you.
2: <laughs> I don't because I'm like I haven't yeah. seen actually anything about the ending, so I'm like mm-hmm. I'm like staying clear. I haven't read anything. Yeah, I saw. Want to be surprised?
0: I tra- I played the demo. I played the first demo, and like mm-hmm. as I'm playing. Uh, my, my friend was here and I started screaming. He's like, what the fuck is wrong? I was like something just ran by the window I saw it and he's like there was nothing there I was like no it's outside you're lying to me God's side there's a bunch of like werewolf shits and I'm like this is just not for me I think it's time to wrap it up I'm bad at puzzles I I panic super hard like they, they you know I panic like super hard so I was like I don't know how to open the door <laughs> like you
4: just go through the door
0: I, I just I can't yeah. do it so like you know power <laughs> oh. to the both of you guys for being able to power through Resident Evil Village I do want to play it I am interested in the story but you know I'll, I'll probably end up um, watching somebody else play. But Hannah, how, how are you feeling about it? Non-spoilery, how are you feeling about it?
3: Non- I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I, it wasn't as scary as I anticipated it to be. I think it was more action-heavy, uh, especially as you get later on in the game. It's definitely more action-heavy. But um, I really enjoyed the villains. I think they're kind of campy and a little cheesy at times, but I thought they were really fun. And I actually really enjoyed it. I'd definitely play it again
0: you know, I saw a scene with all the villains together, and I was like, see, this is the part of the game I want to play. Like, this part looks like yeah. a lot of fun. And then I saw what happens yeah. after, like, after that, when they, like, dragon me <laughs> I was like, this this is the part I can't play. Like, this yeah. is the scary part. This is the part I don't want to be a part of. Um, but yeah, I, so, power to the both of you. I'm happy that you're both enjoying it. Um, maybe one day I will be, you know, not scared enough to uh, enjoy it. What, I'll Maybe, I'll probably end up using your guide uh, from IGN, because I am too scared to play through it myself.
3: Um, but yeah, thanks for it's that. It's not that bad. I The more you get into it, it's really not that scary. You just gotta get over that initial bump and then you're good to go.
2: Okay. Okay. It's definitely not scary like Biohazard. Like, Biohazard, yeah, Biohazard is, is like with worse horror game. Like, this yeah. is just like, oh, there's like a giant vampire lady. She's not really that scary. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... It's more like action. And yeah. a lot more enemies. Like, yeah, A lot of them, but easier to kill, maybe.
3: Yeah. Obviously, they definitely toned it down from Biohazard.
2: That's for sure.
0: I, I got through the beginning of Biohazard when, like, you're, first of all, when my arm got cut off, I was like, what? Am I playing? <laughs> like <laughs> what is going on? How am I gonna play the rest of this game? And I got to the part where like um after the scene where they're at the table and then uh the guy is like chasing you around the house uh, in the very yeah. beginning and I was like, I, I my heart literally cannot handle being chased by this man in this house. Yeah. And how people play that in VR, I will literally never understand. Oh, There's never, absolutely no way. Never
2: gonna happen.
3: That's where I draw the line. No VR horror game for me. I'm good. So speaking
0: of drawing the line, I'm going to use that as a wonderful segue. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> so speaking of drawing the line, there's a tweet that I saw recently that I sent to you guys uh, by Robbie Fox one and it says, <clears throat> and I quote, Ezra has officially beat Bloodborne. I don't want to hear games journalists or writers complain again about difficulty in games. We don't need easy modes in every game. If my five-year-old can do it, so can you. And then it also says, please like and retweet because he deserves it and follow to see more. What a great way to, you know, uh, exploit your child, just kidding. Uh, so, no. <laughs> like, so, first of all, my first question to you guys is Bloodborne, right. rated M for mature. How do you guys feel about kids, five year olds specifically, playing Bloodborne? Would you let your kids play it?
5: Yeah, five is too been young. Over
1: this. Yeah, we,
5: we, have, we have been over this, but like, uh, specifically five year olds, I think that's too young. Like, here's the thing I'm personally of the mind that, um, Like, if you're, like, under, like, double digits, you're not supposed to be playing no M-rated games. I don't care what it is. Now, once you get, like, at least to, like, 10, I think it depends on the kid. That's more of a case-by-case basis thing. Like, how mature is the kid? How well can they deal with these kind of, like, mature themes and stuff like that? Maybe they can handle a specific M-rated game. But fine. Hell no! Like, what is this? What, What is this? And then... Now, that's just talking about like just maturity in, in general, not even about Bloodborne itself.
3: But that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, I love Bloodborne, but it's way, way too violent for kids. Way too like violent. Just torturing your kid. Like... Yeah, that's Is what that you kid actually some pain. Enjoying
0: Bloodborne, or are you just like? telling him to play it like yeah. does is this what he like like does he go to school like talk to his kids it would first give him nightmares like, at least he would yeah. yeah i can only imagine because kids literally say everything i can only imagine him telling his friends on the playground like what he's been playing over the weekend and now they're all traumatized the whole fucking class <laughs> yeah uh so the other thing the, the other reason i wanted to talk about this is because he says we don't need easy mode in every game if my five-year-old can do it so can you I know we've kind of talked about this uh, before, but how do you guys feel about games like Bloodborne that are essentially created to be difficult? Um, Do you think that there should be an easy mode for accessibility purposes? Do you think the game should stay hard as they are? Um, Do you think they are developed that way and they should stay that way? Uh, What are your opinions on that?
2: I think that every game should have an easy mode. I like to play on easy, whatever. I don't care. Uh, For accessibility, it helps as well, but like just say you played on hard if you want to look cool. I don't know. Like, I I don't think that it's, like, taking away from the experience or something. I feel like once we start drawing lines in who can play games or whatever, like, then you can just be like, well, only straight white men can play my game or only this or only that. Like, when do you start, like, telling, you know, people who's allowed to play your game? I don't really feel like that's fair. If the game is supposed to be hard on purpose, like, I kind of get that. but like. Why? Just make it easy so everyone can play. I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I really don't understand the argument. I think that there should be easy mode for everything. I want easy mode for life. Like, can we just do that? Like, easy mode driving, can I just not? I, I don't
3: know. Yeah. No, you're completely right, too. And it is just about accessibility. Just put in an easy mode. I love playing on easy. Just put it. in easy mode. It's fine. It's not going to ruin your gaming experience to add that in. You know? Brendan, Gabe, uh, Gabe, I see you holding back. Go ahead and say, it say it. what you want. Yeah, you,
1: you, you first, Gabe. You, you have more to say. As a so, Bloodborne I'm going to sound like a fan. dick. I
5: don't know,
1: go I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to sound like a dick, but I think one of the reasons that these games, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, they're so hard, is because there's no real there's a story to it. Like For example, Bloodborne definitely has more of a story than any other Souls game besides, I, I would say, Sekiro. But like, they're generally made hard because the entertainment, what the fun from the game comes from the challenge. And so like, I understand if you want to make it easy for accessibility options, but you're not going to get the full game in a sense because you're not, you know, there's no story to focus on. Like for example, dark souls, um, you can complete that game any way you want. Like out of all the souls like games, that's the most nonlinear one. And so you can, you know, for example me i didn't know there's a fucking story to the first dark souls i was like cool i have a sword and a shield i have to go kill this giant gargoyle whoop de doo and then you kind of start playing it and all of a sudden like you go online to look up for some help and there's like oh did you know this about this and then it's like it's it's more like in-depth research lore than an actual story so i don't believe that games should at least all games should have an accessible, uh, accessibility, like easy mode thing, because again, it, it kind of ruins takes from the game and the game experience. Um But then again, you know, I sound like a dick because I'm saying, yeah, you know, <laughs> I
0: just don't you understand shouldn't have how it, let's it stop takes away ball. from the experience. Because the, the
1: thing is, that's 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 the game is the challenge that it brings. Because it, it's not Dark Souls. Souls games aren't puzzle games. Like it's not like Legend of Zelda or. Resident Evil, for example, where, you know, you you're, there's action in it, but then you also have to figure out puzzles. It's literally just straight hack and slash, look how cool I can be, you know, not taking any damage, or look how quickly I can finish this game, or look how, you know, easily I did this boss, even though everyone struggles with it. Like, there's no, it's, and and for lack of better words, it's a very one-dimensional game. So, there's no... Mm-hmm. Only the, the only thing you need for that game is skill. You don't need... This is contradictory. You don't really need to put too much thought into the game unless you're, like, timing a boss strike or trying to... Because I see some people, like, they'll aim a bow up into the air and then they'll shoot an arrow and then they'll lure an enemy or whatever. But, like, that's literally all it takes. There's no... I don't know. There, like, again, like, the, the fact that there's no, like, actual story, no, like, linear... In your face story, there's not really much to the game except the challenge.
4: Um,
0: I don't have the skills to play. It. <laughs>
1: like just and it I su- don't. but that but that's the thing, that's the thing, and it sucks because like, okay, you know me. I if I could, I would let every, like I would not let let I would buy Dark Souls for everyone and let them enjoy those games. But the thing is, it gets to a point where like if the game's not for you because of the challenge, then games just not for you because that's what that game is that's what those games are like demon souls for example i'm actually kind of sad that i like, you know locked that game up for you because do you play it now
0: no because that shit was hard did you beat it exactly it's not it's
1: not it's you take away the 70 hardness bucks from it. To, to give up it's, <laughs> like, so let funny. me ask you let me ask you another question did you get any glimpse of a story you understand what's going on in the world I mean, there was
0: all. something there, yeah. I mean, th- I, I can confidently say that, yes, there was, like, a purpose to that. I was talking to the NPCs. Like, yes, there was a
1: story. in that Oh, you talked to the NPCs? Do you not? <laughs> Just so that <laughs> can go? I, t- I talked to the ones I need to. <laughs> well, there you go! Um, but, th- but that's the thing. Like, you talk, you know, in the general hub, um, I don't remember what it's called right now because I also have stopped playing Demon Souls for a little bit because it should be kicking my ass. Um... In there, there, you know, there is a story. But like, once you start the game itself, like, you're just trying not to die. Like, that's the whole thing, and you have no idea what's going on because, like, okay, um, spoiler alert, um, one of the first areas you go to. Just kidding. Oh, Jura, it's the first area. Okay. Just
2: kidding. <laughs> one of the first areas
1: you go to. Um, you come in. You know that the surrounding land is at war. That's all you know. Um, you come in, and then all of a sudden, you're being attacked by dragons. Where the fuck did the dragons come from? At no point in the beginning of the story did the game say, Yeah, the dragons came out of nowhere and started attacking. So then
0: uh, it's a video game. You're the one who said, suspend your belief for the story because you didn't make it to me the other day. So how about you do that?
2: <laughs> He's like, Well, no one told me there are gonna be dragons. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> said there's gonna
0: be a like, dragon here.
2: <laughs> maybe you should talk to more NPCs. I don't know. Then maybe you're there's a there's a NPCs, <laughs> there's
1: no dragon NPC. Literally when you go like when you go to the lands, there's your chance of meeting an NPC are like 30% because the only NPCs there are shop sellers. Hey, item there sellers. were black
0: people in the game, so I was happy.
1: Which, I actually have to go back to the original and see if I changed that or not. This this was. A I just okay. So game.
0: The only thing I'm gonna say to you about that is that I can. They can make an easier mode, and I would still enjoy the challenge. Like I'd still be happy that it took me a few tries to get over it, but I finally got over it. Do it. Does it have to be at the same level as what you're playing? Hell no, because I don't want to do that. But would I probably actually try to finish the game at that point? Yeah, maybe if I knew I had a chance. But that's why. That's also why I don't buy those games. So I completely understand what you're saying because I do think that not every game is meant for everyone, and I like also agree that i think battle wonder is a great example like people shit on that game so much i thought this is a great game for kids i just don't think it's for everyone else and because it wasn't for everyone it scored really bad and did really bad but i think there's an audience for that and i think there's an audience for dark souls and if people like spending 70 bucks to die over and over again and then feel that challenge and then let their five-year-olds play it uh, for clout <laughs> why not
1: so, so but here's could my build question up then.
3: Option too, right? That's like just my having the option yes. of the easy mode. I yes. think then you could have your normal way of playing Bloodborne, Dark Souls, whatever you want, but have an option there for an Thank easier you.
0: mode is and just a engine? nice
1: addition too. Yeah, like
0: that's. I don't think that. But, an okay, is so, tra- so here's
1: my question then. And this isn't this isn't like a, a fuck you question. It's like if okay if you believe that every game should have an easy mode, do you also believe every game should have a hard mode?
0: Yeah,
1: why not? I don't believe jor for some reason, but just to move, <laughs> topic, move on from that. <laughs> I
5: know, I I'm know, I would appreciate that. if Pokemon had hard modes. Yeah, like, Pokemon's yeah! Enough. Enough.
3: Just the range
1: of it! What? No. Pokemon has a challenge against Gen 3, fam! What the hell? When yeah. you, go, you paddle people like jor it's hard. The game is disgustingly hard. That's and we're so gonna talk well, about the story. We're gonna about the story? We're gonna have to bring up is it Generation 4?
5: Four? Yeah, four, 4 was considered hard, but I didn't finish the Gen 4
1: games. I know people I, talk about I Cynthia tried. a lot. I tried... Is that... Was it... People I were... can't remember. There was a game that I could Yeah, I think like... it Cynthia that you're probably talking about. Yeah, because it was... Cynthia Platinum. kicked people's ass. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you probably I didn't... Got... get to Cynthia. I had a trouble oh. with 4 <laughs> because... Because, like, the thing with that game is, like, you can't level up your Pokemon after a certain point. Like... You, you get to Elite Four, and the surrounding area is just weak Pokemon, and it's just... I don't know. Mm. All I'm saying is that game is hard as shit. Pokemon is hard sometimes. Leave me alone. The only well, ones there are, should
0: yeah. be... See? Don't you think there should be an easy mode
1: for babies? Oh, because like if you? that's the case, the game's not for me. For babies. Pokemon's <laughs> <for babies. laughs> oh, not for you! Come on, it's for Listen, everybody. Um, according to that guy, that... Uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm kind of moving ahead. There's a guy. there's another topic we're talking about. Apparently, Pokemon is only for children.
4: Uh, okay. Uh,
0: Anyways.
1: <laughs> I want to talk real
5: quick about this before we move on from the subject. Uh, most of what I was going to say, you guys already stated, so I'll just mention this. Um, <clears throat> there's certainly the tweet saying that, hey, if my favorite heroes can do it, you can do it, or whatever. That's BS. Like, just, Age is not an indicator of skill. Some kids are absolute beasts yes. at certain games. And some adults are just absolute trash at certain games. And you know what? That doesn't even matter. Because some people don't like like we were talking about like not every game is for everyone. Man, some people are only like only like visual novels. Why are you and you're bullying them saying my my fire could be bloodborne? He's like the person that plays the visual novels, like, how do you play those games? What the hell are you coming at me for? So I'm like that 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 that, that entire tweet meant nothing to me, if I'm being perfectly honest. Because yeah. like, okay, your five year old's really good at games, awesome. Be proud, but that's yeah, like, don't bring other people down. To be
1: fair, I don't agree with what he said. I'm not, I don't like the way he said that about my five-year-old can beat it, which, first of all, he shouldn't be playing it because the game is rated M right, for mature, right. not E for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But then the way you know the way he's like... I don't know. He's, I feel like he's one of those guys that's just... If you meet him out of the street, you're going to want to punch <clears throat> him.
3: Also, it's just, I
0: felt like it was just so elitist. I was like, you just put your title... Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: It, was, it was yeah. It was, yeah. I just
0: see this little... Five year old like fuck you kid. You can beat Bloodborne, right? Like I, I obviously would not do <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> like, it's, I, I, it's not even the it's
5: not even the kids' fault. And that's the worst it. But that's
0: part what I mean, this. right? Like I obviously yeah. wouldn't do that, but like you're you're literally putting a target on your five year old going after game journalists telling him games right. shouldn't like That's what I'm be saying. I'm like Like, like bruh, he should be playing what? Pokemon. Pokemon's great. Mm-hmm. Everybody
5: should play Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Pokemon. Pokemon. I, I was gonna say that Pokemon may be easy now, but that's a very different genre too, so that's exactly what I'm saying. You could be like great at RPGs and it's terrible at action games and vice versa. It's just how Real. it is. I'm not really? even horrible at Demon Souls, I just don't care to keep trying.
0: I don't have the time, but I really don't. I, you just gave up. I did because I was like, yeah. how many hours do I want to put into Demon Souls? Mm-hmm. And that is a game that, you know, requires, like Gabe said, it requires skill. And it's like, how, mm-hmm. how much effort do I want to put into a skill, into growing skills to play this game? And the answer is not that much. Like, <laughs> I, I have, you know, I have yeah. big JRPGs to play right now that I'm about, I know I'm about to put 150 hours in. I have maybe five hours for Demon Souls. If I can't beat the game in five hours, I probably shouldn't be playing it. Yeah, which is a horrible, horrible example. So I take it all back. I didn't say anything. So speaking of Pokemon, uh, mm-hmm. you guys have have you guys played Pokemon Snap? I know I haven't. Mm-hmm. Brandon has
1: absolutely not. No. Okay. Pokemon, what? Pokemon oh snap? snap! Oh yes, yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I have.
1: I couldn't. <laughs> so I was, like, no, no, right? no. Like, <laughs> that was so dead. <laughs> no. no. no I have, it was like two no. podcasts ago. He was like, "Oh, uh, are you guys gonna get it?" And I was like, "Fuck no." I was but, literally the only one else saying, I'm going to uh, get the game, and then I was like, oh, okay,
5: well, I guess I just talk for myself it. then. I <laughs> know! <laughs> yeah, so, that I was it. it. It was
0: my first time playing it. I think it's super cute. Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you gonna, like it. I, I do, I do. I, I can see myself probably getting bored in the future. I'm probably already bored. Sure. But it's it's super cute. Like, it's adorable. And one thing that I think we can all agree on for anyone who's seen the trailer of it is that it looks really freaking good. This is probably yes. the best Pokemon has ever looked. Gabe, don't bring up the other conversation. This is probably the best Pokemon has ever looked. Oh, no, the
1: Pokemon Sword and Shield. I just said don't, bring it, just no, don't. bring it up. I just said don't bring
0: it up. I told you to do today. I'm going continue. continue on everything. <laughs> so, Keep there's an article <laughs> at NintendoSmash.com titled Pokemon Players Want Bandai Namco to Replace Game Freak After New Pokemon Snap by Sudan. published a few days ago. And I'm not going to go into this article. I think the, the title pretty much says it all. Uh, as we all know, Game Freak is the developer of Pokemon, not Bandai Namco. But Bandai Namco uh, developed uh, Pokemon Snap. They also did yeah. um, that Pokemon Tekken game, whatever the game. Okay, it it tournament. Is. Thank you, <laughs> thank <laughs> you. They also did Pokemon Tournament, which people said looks really good. So it my does. question to you guys is: How do you feel about p- like players requesting that a company that basically creates this franchise not be in charge of the franchise because it looks better when someone else does it?
5: I want to just say this real quick, because I think people are asking Bandai Namco to make Pokemon for the wrong reasons, and that reason is because Pokemon Snap and Pokemon look so good, and they assume that if Bandai Namco was to take the reins and make the next, I don't know, mainline Pokemon game, that it would look that good for the whole way, and that is not necessarily true, because as we've talked about on this podcast, the reason why, you know... Snap looks the way it does, and Sword and Shield looks the way it does, is because Sword and Shield has to incorporate like hundreds and hundreds of Pokemon, while Snap was maybe like, I don't know the exact number of Snap, but I don't think, I can't imagine it numbers over like 200. So that's a lot less Pokemon, and um, because, and this, uh, so being they can focus more on like the animations and the graphics. I can tell you as a promise, especially with Bandai Namco RPG games, not saying they look ugly, like because a lot of Bandai Namco RPGs look pretty good, but if they had to render suddenly, Like four hundred, hundreds of Pokemon. Pokemon. It would it would suddenly not look quite as good as their other works, is what I'm saying. Now that being said, graphics aside, if we're talking about the prospect of Bandai Namco making a Pokemon RPG, I don't think they could do a horrible. They they would do a horrible job because again, they have if they had the right Mm -hmm. team. They have had people that have made good RPGs. Bandai Namco, yeah. Bandai Namco, let me finish. Let me finish. Bandai Namco is capable of of doing a good RPG. I wouldn't want them to be replacing Game Freak. I'm just saying, uh, you know what? Let me back up a little bit because there have been two other developers that have made, you know, Pokemon RPGs. One is Genius Sonarity. They made the Coliseum and Pokemon XD for GameCube. And those are very different Pokemon games, but they're fine. And now we know that the Diamond Pro remix is not even being made by Game Freak. They're being remade by another company while Game Freak works on Legends Arceus, right? Mm-hmm. So if we were to uh, we requisition Ben and Abco to make like a side game for Pokemon with the same core mechanics to be an RPG. I think that'd be fine. I don't think it, like game freak is like, I think they know Pokemon franchise best, but they're not necessarily the only ones that could make a Pokemon RPG. You know, I don't think like replacement is not the word I would personally have them say, but I think working on side by side, the, uh, the Pokemon company has clearly shown that they're now open to that, if they're even letting another developer make a core Pokemon game with Diamond and Pearl. So, if Ben and Alco wants to make their own um, Pokemon game that's like these core ones, go for it. I'm just saying, people are going to have their expectations too high if they think that Pokemon game is going to look like new Pokemon Snap. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat>
0: mm-hmm. So, the question still remains, like, how do you guys feel about players requesting a different uh developer uh for a game right like people literally asking uh bandai namco to make pokemon even though it's
3: game freaks fucking game right fandoms can just get so intense yeah you know and there's such a line there where it's like i get you want that but also you are not in control of this situation and you need to step down a bit
5: oh my god i completely agree it's a it's, it's 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 a it's a lack of yeah. objectivity. I see people see good mm-hmm. thing and they just they just make assumptions and they don't actually yeah. know what the what the
1: actual process would be to make thing happen. Or they jump from
3: me, real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. you yeah. also such the game
1: developers game. because like you yeah. read the article and you're like, well, goddamn! Like I've been right? putting this out, I've been putting this yeah. out for you for years and years. And all <laughs> of a sudden you're like, well, <laughs> fuck you guys! Yeah, like, it's like I mean, come on, man. appreciation
3: for the process. Exactly. And then, also, I
1: don't think it's fair. Like at this point, if Okay, if we hadn't gotten that Pokemon, again, I forgot the name of it, the Pokemon Legends Arceus game yeah. Yeah. announcement, you know, if, if we wouldn't have gotten that, like, maybe I could have seen where fans were coming from, but, like, at the same point, we we'll also have that to look forward to. Like, you can't, or you can't sit here and be like, oh, yeah, you know, Bandai makes it look better. Like, Pokemon's upgrading, for, I, you know, given it took them forever, but they're upgrading. And the Pokemon Arceus game, Legends, it looks nice. It looks like it's, you know it's taking a little lesson from the Bandai Snap game. Like, okay, let's, you know, give it a more realism-type look, while also keeping true to Pokemon. Obviously, we haven't seen... Is Game Freak not making that game?
5: Game Freak is making Legends Arceus.
1: Okay, because Drell did, like, this weird, like, hmm, thing, and I was like, am I I'll, wrong? <laughs> no,
5: I'll, I'll say why in a second.
1: Um, why what? I did
5: that.
1: Oh, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, but, like, I, like, no, I, again, I just feel like, for the developers, it's, like, it's it's a, it's a really low blow, like, it is, yeah. No, I feel like I, I wouldn't say that about, like, the developers in it of Legend of Zelda, which, I mean, given it is Nintendo, but, like, I wouldn't be like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, change companies or something or give it to a smaller group because you guys don't know how to make games anymore. I mean, I'll, albeit I did say that during Wind Waker, but i <laughs> past that now. <laughs> yes, you've grown you've, you've, you've a lot, Gabe. I, I, I <laughs> if that. I was a developer
5: at Game Freak and I read that, I'd be like, give them
0: five Pokemon, does it? The whole yeah. game. Just five that's Pokemon, all they get. That's all they get. They don't get to go anywhere. One island, five Pokemon, get Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you get the whole game because you guys are such assholes. What the reason I did this is because I was trying to think of games that Ben Namco has that are uh, either RPGs or that feature uh diverse casts. And legitimately I can't think of a single one.
5: Cat is the is is the, is yeah. the problem there for sure. I, like they have they have good RPGs, but d- it's because, like, it so that, yeah. Cause like, yeah,
1: because when you look at Bandai Namco RPGs, it gives you like all types of RPGs. Yeah, so like, like when Brandon, them. like when Brandon was done talking, like I was gonna get ready to talk smack about Bandai, but, Dark Souls is Namco uh, Bandai Namco, <laughs> <laughs> so. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I was so like, Oh, the other thing, yeah, nice. uh-huh. go ahead. Sorry.
1: The other thing I was gonna say was like, yeah, Bandai Namco like made the game look pretty, and Brandon, you know, brought up the thing about. You know, they don't have to render as many Pokemon as, you know, as they have to. And I've seen instances where Bandai is tasked with bringing, you know, a big cast of characters. And while the game did look pretty, the story itself was hot garbage. Like, I don't know if anyone's played Jump Force. No. <laughs> no. But Jump <laughs> I wanted Force, is yeah, yeah, For it, it, you know, it's a, it's a big celebration of, um, of fighting games and anime and it has all like all the big name anime characters you can think of Goku Vegeta you know and even the newer ones like what the hell's his name Gio Gio the guy from Gio- Gior-
5: Giorno Giovanna yeah
1: yeah that guy and like the game looks amazing and you know obviously Bandai Namco doesn't own you know any of those names the game looks amazing the gameplay itself and the story is like hot garbage. So like Brandon was saying, in the long run, there's a good chance Bandai is just going to be like, I mean, the game looks pretty, but, you know, who cares about the story is? Just keep bringing it out. And then we're going to get another instance of Pokemon fans going like, oh, I'll give it back to Game Freak. That's what I'm back. saying. We were wrong. Give it back.
5: And that's all I was saying. Bandai Namco is certainly capable of making some beautiful stuff, but Jump Force is a wonderful example of how you can go the other way with that. I'm going right,
0: like, to so I'm I'm bring this conversation back to diversity because that's what I do. Go for it. Sorry, guys. Uh, so <laughs> I was trying to think of any game that Bandai Machine has that has, like, a diverse cast. And I honestly, like, that's what I was looking at. I can't find any. I was super excited for Tales of Arise, and I saw, like, the, the four characters. I was like, damn, they are pale as fuck. No offense, guys. Uh, but I was we're, like, ta- damn, we're talking damn, that about RPGs. So RPG. it RPG or It's true. <laughs> <to be laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, correctly I'm please, about RPGs, specifically,
5: right yes yes RPGs. okay yes RPGs, mm-hmm. no in no, there no yeah. no. uh
0: and i i I always think that game Freak does an amazing job um or at least they have been doing an amazing job with inclusions uh first, yeah. from really adding nice. uh female char- playable characters uh, and then every game goes further and further to being more and more inclusive right game Freak is just mm-hmm. I love a Pokemon sword and shield i mean if you just look at the the array of trainers in that video game. It's amazing that this is happening. Uh, and I just think once you pass that off to someone else, I think a lot of those, obviously you might have, you know, the same character developer. I don't know, but a lot of those nuances that make a difference for Pokemon being so inclusive, I think can get lost in if, if the people who are behind it aren't the people that have the same type of attitude. Uh, and so I I always get kind of fuzzy or iffy when I hear that a, a developer is passing the reins on to someone else because you always want to make sure that the intention is there and uh, the the aspect of what you want is kept. uh uh, together and it can get lost you know even if you're working with someone if i'm if i'm giving kelly like uh i want you to do this this and that and she's like this makes no sense to me like what the fuck are you talking about and so what she gives is not going to be what i thought right no matter how how much i try to make it that you know and i think when you when you do something like this you kind of just like you guys have already said you kind of just shit on the people who have done such a good job like I think the mm-hmm. UI and, and Sword and Shield was really pretty I think it was sophisticated I think it was grown up I think the shut the fuck out game I see you rolling your eyes <laughs> I it got, like Pokemon has come a very long way like look at the UI from the old games on DS uh, compared to Sword and Shield now like uh, yeah they, they do have a lot of issues but it's much more stylistic like things just look better things are becoming better so uh, mm-hmm. and, and not mm-hmm. only that Game Freak is literally giving people what they ask for. People have been asking for an open-world Pokemon game for forever, and they're like, hey... Shut
1: the fuck up here. Take it. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we doing? We want fucking Bandai to do it. <laughs> oh, well, actually, to go off of that, uh-huh. people have also been asking for the Gen 4 remake, and all of a sudden, they re- they remake it, and they're like, no, this isn't what I fucking wanted. <laughs> yeah, okay. <Right>. It's like, <laughs> bro. I won't. Like, know. I understand. I understand. <laughs> but the thing is, to me, I think, the, the reason I don't like that, like, everyone got mad at that remake was because it's still keeping, like, it's not, it's still keeping, like, you know, the, how it? The word, like the the theme of the old Pokemon game, that's being the made from. Yeah. yeah, like it's still like the Chibi style. It's, it's not faithful. you know this new so yeah, it's not the Sword and Shield um art style where like you know you get your long lanky people. It's you know <laughs> it's what the Pokemon game. Look, I'm sorry, it's what <laughs> the Pokemon <laughs> game. Look, like I was thinking about um Hop because Hop is just people. long and lanky. What? Hop Stop is long lanky. and lanky. <laughs>
0: Bruh, I was so ha- I was like okay, never mind. I won't go on about Hop and his brother and all the beautiful colorful little people
1: in the game sorry there was so much good diversity sort yeah. of. Them. i was very happy yeah. were you done yeah, but like game that on? was it like yeah, yeah like that was know. it like you know they got the remake and all of a sudden they started crying about it like bro make up your mm-hmm. fucking mind
0: well that's because people are never yeah. satisfied
3: you know who there's else is something fan. that they cry about online
1: always there's always something
0: do you know who else is never satisfied activision blizzard Make-up. <laughs> oh my God! Let's go. What a segue. <laughs> Thank you. So Blizzard loses millions of monthly players, but is still making more money. Um, they made more money from fewer players in f- the first quarter of 2021. This is from Gamespot.com by Eddie Mack... Mac- Sorry, Eddie. Um, and they go over Activision Blizzard's latest earning report, which he says was an overall positive story for the mega publisher, with the company improving revenue and profit compared to last year. Uh, so I I start by saying uh, kelly this is for you because Mm -hmm. i know that you recently quit world of warcraft i did Um, i as i think the guy's name is asmund gold i think he's like this really big wow um person who talks about it all the time he was also mentioning how disappointed he was and wow currently is there like a specific reason that you stopped playing wow or just like you were just not into it anymore
2: my wow career was very short lived, anyways. <laughs> I only started playing in December. I don't even know why. I have no idea. <laughs> I just downloaded the game. Um, and I started playing, I was obsessed, but I was playing alone, you know. And like, I've watched some of my friends play, and if you're playing competitively, which they were, like if you're doing raids, like they were like this. I don't know. There was this guy like yelling at them, and I was like, "This is terrible!" (laughs) (laughs) Like it was like so like I don't I don't know how raids work, but I'm guessing it was like the leader was like, "Shut up! I'm trying to do this." I'm like, "What the what? (laughs) No one's telling me to shut up while I'm supposed to be enjoying something." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. happening? Mm -hmm. Um, but I stopped playing because I was playing a lot alone, and also like fifteen dollars a month for like Toontown. I what. It's, it, the graphics are so bad. Oh like, it's so old. I just, I don't know. I kind of wish that they would just make a new World of Warcraft game. Yeah. So that we could just, like, start fresh and new, because I don't really get it. And I didn't get it, and no one was ever going to explain it to me or include me at all. So I was like, you know, I'm done. I'm done trying to fit into this little square hole with my circle self. It's not going to happen. Uh So I gave up. I love that, but they had some of my money.
0: That was great. That's what it look. That's what it looks like. (laughs) That's so great. But I I actually thank you for saying that. You know, trying to, it's not a very, I guess, inclusive situation. And you know, trying to, like you said, put a circle, fit your circle into, or fit your square into a circle. Whatever you said, you said it. I said something. Yeah. Um, But of course, Blizzard also recounted massive numbers for Call of Duty because I think everybody just
2: at some point (laughs) I (laughs) (laughs) bought. I bought it twice. Well, there so, you go. Whatever. She was like,
0: fuck off!" <laughs> but I'm still giving you my money. <laughs> <Yeah>. You still give <laughs> me Call of Duty from me. God. It's fine. Yeah. i Call of Duty. Paycheck. What? Um, I need it on
2: my Xbox and my PC. But, Come on. I said
0: like, More power to ya, you. Isn't know? it one of those? You don't own it on You have to buy
2: it on both. I am. Well, I I bought it from, yeah, because I didn't buy it through Xbox on my PC, uh, I wanted me and my boyfriend to play together, so we couldn't play on the same account. Mm. So I couldn't just... I tr- Listen, I tried. <laughs> <Trust
0: me. laughs> I, I did tried. not want to pay you guys again.
2: I tried to get it. Bo- I tried to do all kinds of shit, but it did not work. So here we are. I bought it twice. No regrets. I actually... Anyways.
3: <laughs> okay, I've done that. I did that with Disco Elysium too. I have it on PC, and then I have it on PlayStation. So I totally get the double buying thing.
0: I still want to play that game. I, I bought Tomb Raider on PS4, and then I bought it again. And then they gave it for free on PS Plus. I was like, oh, I'm
4: such Aww. a idiot.
0: <laughs> like, I own this game three times now. What's wrong with me? I also own Final Fantasy 7 on digital and physical because of reasons. Um, <clears throat> but to continue to speak on college judging, yeah. I, no, no, I, I'm with I mean, you. I can't Skyrim. Oh, yeah, you own Skyrim on, like, every possible...
1: (laughs) Everything you play it on, I own it on.
0: Oh, yeah, I just found out. I, I, too, own Skyrim, apparently. Who knew? It's on Steam in my library.
5: It's getting to the point where now people are accidentally getting <laughs> Skyrim. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, my I sweet, no. honestly,
1: yeah. Wait, honestly, it's gonna be like you the
2: YouTube it, album that just <laughs> showed up yes, on
0: everyone's <laughs> phone. <laughs> <That> <laughs> just showed up on our phones one day. That's yeah. really what it was. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I don't know Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is it a part of my Steam library? <laughs> this is so crazy. Uh, so, But also, Speaking of Call of Duty, Activision has severed links with the Call of Duty ghost voice actor following his misogynistic comments from Eurogamer.net by Vicky Blake. It says, and I quote, Activision has cut ties with Call of Duty Modern Warfare's ghost voice actor Jeff Leach following the dissemination of a video that compiles his misogynistic comments. The montage, which was shared online by streamers hitting back at Leach's derogatory statements, is described as containing serious personalized intrusive sexism and it shows leech using sexually explicit and aggressive language as well as personal insults <clears throat> according to charlie intel via reset era uh, activision has now severed its links with leech in a statement the company said sexism has no place in our industry our games or in society activision is no longer working with jeff leech we strongly recommend oh uh, sorry excuse me not recommend well we strongly condemn <laughs> We strongly condemn these remarks. What a fuck (laughs) up. That changes the
4: whole story real (laughs) quick.
0: We strongly condemn these remarks. We're committed to delivering a fun and safe experience for all players. Leish himself has responded to the video by calling it targeted character assassination. And when challenged about his behavior, he said he mocked a hateful, toxic troll who came into my community chat to attack me and my community. And he has done the same to men who think that Internet trolling and toxic behavior are clever. I'm a stand up comic. You made this a gender related issue and took it out of context. This should go without saying, but anyone who sends threatening messages is not representative of me or my community, and I cannot, I do not condone this in any way. So that was his response. He said, look, bitches, I didn't do this. I was going after a Twitter troll, and this has turned into some ridiculous, sexist nonsense. <clears throat> I don't know. I personally did not see what he um, said. But my question to you guys is, do you think that, first of all, if you're a public figure and you're working in video games and there's a troll in your chat, like, let's say you're on Twitch and there's a troll in your chat, do you, what do you think, rather, do you think that repeating what the troll is saying and mocking them is a good idea, one? And two, do you think if someone records a VOD of you doing it that you should get punished for it?
2: i don't know i've never really repeated the stuff that trolls have said to me i have had my fair share of trolls i normally go with a safe you know never mind i don't even want to say what i say to trolls uh i haven't I had f- one in a while i have fun Good. i don't repeat what they say um but i, I don't i don't know if the vod of something that you said taken out of context like that repeating like if you're like reading a comment and someone just takes that and says look I don't know, it'd be like someone taking, like, you know, you doing an audiobook of something and being like, look what he like, uh, that's Love just, her. his just reading something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, like, I'm not Severus Snape just because I read out loud a paragraph of a Harry Potter book or something. Um, okay, there's probably nothing that offensive in Harry Potter, <laughs> I think there is, but you know. But it-
1: <laughs> you never know. Mudblood, yeah, mudblood.
2: Okay, tell me uh, that anyways, no, I always go to Harry Potter. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I just don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what was said, even. I'm trying to find it, because I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. There was a know. video clip
3: that was embedded in that article, I think, that oh, really? had, like, okay. a bunch of those clips stitched together, and I uh, made it about ten seconds in before completely shutting it off. I mean, he, horror- gets, oh, he gets okay. pretty vitriolic, and it's just one of those things where it's like, you mm. need to calm down. This is a tad. Yeah. So I'll ask yeah, you then, Hannah. Down. Do you think mm-hmm. that what Activision, uh,
0: what Activision did, Blizzard did was uh, fine, having seen the video?
3: I I think so. Yeah, I think that he acted way out of line, and his comments were pretty horrific in my mind. So I do think that yeah, they took a good step forward in that end.
0: That's interesting. I see. Mm-hmm. I, I well. I agree with you, but I think it's so interesting mm-hmm. for him to come out and say, no, I was totally, I it wasn't yeah. me. Like, I was just reading what they said. Stop trying to make this sexist.
3: It's not that, like. No. Yeah, but it, the, it's the way it, he repeats it, but also he adds in things at the end to get back at them in different ways, and it's just one of those things where you can kind of get a good feel of what his
5: who he is attitude is
3: like and who he is as a person, yeah.
5: There's a, <laughs> there's a, this is gonna be the weirdest comparison, but there's like a line from Digimon the movie where like people are reading okay. hate mail, re- reading hate mail to Ty, the main character, and Izzy's reading them, but he doesn't tell Ty that he's reading the the the, uh, the hate mail. He just starts reading it aloud. He's like, "Your Digimon is a loser. How could one how could one Digimon lose to one bug? Will Greymon quit like a coward." He starts slapping. He's like, "You take that back!" He's like, "I was just reading the letters." And then Ty's like, "You didn't have to read it so well."
0: I mean, I know that that comparison makes sense, right? Like, if you're really into it, I'm like, why are you? You okay there, buddy? Like, this is a little much. Yeah,
4: Yeah.
2: a little too far. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I just watched part of the video. Oh my god! Like, I would, I would hit someone. I would physically (laughs) assault someone (laughs) for (laughs) saying (laughs) shit to me.
3: Yeah, so it's not just a matter of him repeating things from trolls. He has a... No,
2: this is not repeating. Yeah. He, like, I don't care what someone says to you. Okay, I get it now. Yeah, fuck yep. you. I yep. hope you never get another fucking job, you piece of shit. That is live reaction <laughs> of Kelly watching
0: the video. I'm yep. <laughs> like, that was cool. True. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kim, did you want to say anything before you were No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine like i i obviously don't know how much voice actors get paid for call of duty but like with the amount of money that activision blizzard has i assume it's a nice pretty penny i would yeah. never jeopardize my job with fucking call of duty ever i don't care what anyone mm. says to me there's no fucking way that i would let like, yeah. go of a contract like that like I, y'all can say what i want to say y'all not paying the bills i would never ever ever do that this is so ridiculous to me, but. His, his yeah. apology is apparently trash, according to um, knowing what he said about it. So I'm
4: just going to move on
0: after that one. Piece of shit, dude. Uh, so <laughs> I thought this was really cool. I didn't know this was a thing. But the Tribeca Film Festival has honored eight upcoming titles as mm. part of its uh, first official selection for video games. So uh, this is the first time that the Tribeca oh. Film Festival has ever had video games in it. And <clears throat> those right. games include 12 Minutes, The Big Con, Harold's Halibut. Kena, Bridge of Spirits, Arkena, I forgot how to pronounce it, I'm so sorry. I think Um, it's Kena. Lost in Random, Norco, Sable, and Signalist. And uh, this article is from Game Informer, written by Marcus Stewart. And it says, Tribeca is positioning this move as the launch of a broader initiative for spotlighting video games as interactive art. In a press release, Tribeca Festival co-founder and CEO Jane Rosenthal states that for over a decade, our mission has been to be a catalyst for placing games and their creators at the forefront of mainstream and artistic cultural culture, alongside film, TV, and VRAR. We continue to embrace the cross-pollination and intersection of these storytellers with this year's Tribeca Games official selections, and this is just the beginning. So I thought this was super super cool. Do you guys think that there's any video game that you have played in the past that deserves to be be a part of the Tribeca Film Festival just for well, the yeah.
5: game as it is. Well, just for the game as it is, so, like, yeah, like for I, story I, I, just, or... I just want, I just want, I just want clarification. Did these games get chosen for the Film Festival because of their art style, or was it just the game themselves? Well,
0: these games were awarded uh, honors an upcoming game for its potential for excellence in art and storytelling through design, artistic okay. mastery, and, hi- uh, and highly immersive
5: worlds. Gotcha, cool. Okay, well, if, if those were specifically chosen for art, that's one thing. So if we're talking about, like, uh, just games in general that deserve to be our world. Like, I'm sorry, just uh, for a film festival uh, honoring art and such like that, as games are, you know, a form of art in itself. Um, I would think that um, I know this is kind of like a noncommittal answer, but I would think that any game that wins like enough awards in like uh from enough people would be worthy of being considered for that award. I'm just saying, like, like for example, obviously a lot of people are divided on the story of the Last of Us Part Two, but it did win a lot of awards and a lot of people did resonate with a lot of people. And I would think that, like for example, if there's a 2020 version of this where games got in, that would certainly be up for consideration, no question, no doubt, that it may be like another highly rated game like Ghost of Tsushima, for example. Can I ask you a question? Um, what's up?
0: What about a game like Breath of the Wild, where you yeah. don't have the story um, in your face, right? Like, you have to actively go out and seek... The story for this game. So, like, if you were trying to uh, uh, represent it as a film, it would be kind of difficult because you don't have like a beginning, middle, and end. Would that still? Be well, considered? that's the
5: thing. well, that's well, that's the thing. Are we considering it as a form of like? Are we considering the game because purely because of storytelling, or just because of the quality of the game itself? Well,
0: for design, artistic mastery, and highly immersive worlds, and storytelling through its design.
5: And storytelling through its design. If that's a specific criteria, then maybe Breath of the Wild wouldn't just because of that specific oh, criteria. Hold on, Gabe. Gabe, let me finish. Let me finish, Gabe. Uh, Gabe, like yes, maybe Breath of the Wild has a and has a, has a storytelling and it does weave it through its gameplay in, as you explore the different areas. However, if we're talking about a game that's like specifically in your face, like telling you like a story, like from start to finish, then I would think a game like Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Part Two would. Now that being said. I don't think that means *Breath of the Wild* has a bad story. I don't, because I think I think in that regard there is there is a story, and it is told well the story. It's just not told in the traditional way that um, a film would. But I think that's actually to its strength because. Games are not supposed to be just emulating other forms of art. It's supposed to be its own thing. There's no, when it comes to games, and movies too, but especially in games, there's no one right way to tell a story. There's a myriad of ways you could tell it, and people will experience those story beats in different ways, especially with a game like Breath of the Wild. Hell, depending on what memory you go to, you can hear the story in completely different order, and you'll still get the complete story if you decide to get it. So, this is more of a commentary saying if uh, their criteria, Breath of the Wild probably wouldn't, but I'm saying it should.
0: I think it's uh, also not surprising because the video game industry is outdoing the movie industry by like tons. So I think this exactly is totally not surprising that they're trying to add video games to the film festival.
5: And yeah, and then for that reason, they should definitely be considering what makes a certain game so special, why it is so popular with people, you know, and that its merits its merits in that case should be um, cherished, not looked down because it's not doing the same thing a, a blockbuster movie would do, right?
0: No, I don't. I don't think it. I don't think it is. Uh, and I think when you look at you know storytelling through design, artistic mastery, and highly immersive worlds, I mean, Breath of the Wild does have those things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I just asked because it was a game that got a lot of awards, and I was like, how would you present that <laughs> at the Tribeca Film Festival? But I guess you would present it in that manner because it has this amazing As it uh, is. world building. And yeah,
3: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. um. So yeah, what games would you guys like to see added to this uh, list, or uh, past, or present, or future?
3: I mean, I was in the same boat with Last of Us Part Two or Ghost of Tsushima too. I mean, games like that are kind of perfect for a festival like that, where you have a really good narrative. It's beautiful to look at. There's a lot that makes it really festival-worthy. So any game in that kind of category, I feel like, would really be perfect for any type of festival like that.
0: So no Xbox games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: so, nobody's mentioned an <laughs> Xbox game. I was just you like... put me on the spot here <laughs> now. I'm I'm just saying, in general. Yeah. I've spent so much time with PlayStation, like, especially for the past week, that now I'm trying to rifle through Xbox (laughs) exclusives, but... I would yeah. think
0: I, I would yeah. love to see something like Nier Automata or God of yeah. War on there. Like I think yeah. that those games, oh, games dude. with multiple story uh endings, yeah. I think would be super cool to present to people who mm-hmm. aren't necessarily gamers at like a film mm-hmm. festival because yeah. those games are uh, those worlds are rather immersive um or even something God of War especially. I still haven't played it.
4: Uh, really? <laughs> oopsie. Oh,
0: it's so good. <laughs> I've so many games to play. Um or even something like I am trying to, uh, like I obviously don't know the story of Village but I think Resident Evil Village I think would be a really cool yeah, addition to really this list. Yeah. It really would. Just off of the clips yeah. that I've seen because it looks like there's some shit going on in that game and it looks a lot of fun mm-hmm. like can't be hilarious yeah. scary like I feel like it, it mixes a lot of things that movies do um into a video game so I think that yeah. would be
3: really cool And it has really beautiful scenery too. Oh yeah. <laughs> it has the it's blood gorgeous. and gore obviously. It's gorgeous to look at. The mountains, the castle, everything. What are you guys playing on? PC. I'm on uh, PS4.
0: So I saw a tweet about how bad the textures are on Xbox. I I was going to ask if you guys knew, but obviously uh, you are playing on Xbox.
3: I don't no. Know. no. I don't know because no. I'm not
0: playing it at all. Okay. I was just curious. Uh, game, uh, Is there a game that you would uh, add to this list? Breath of the Wild 2?
1: So, before I go to Breath of the Wild, there's actually a couple of games. Um, I think the three most recent assassin creed games um odyssey origins and valhalla would those are really good games i mean i feel like they fit all that criteria and unlike breath of the wild you know there is that linear story of you can find everything that pertains to the story um my fourth one would be it takes two
5: Yes. I have not shut up about this game. I have not shut
1: up about this game, but this game is a true co-op platform game. Um, it, like, when I say that, I mean, like, you literally cannot play the game solo. Um, but it's a story about, spoiler alert, it's a story about, um, two divorcing adults and her, their children, their child, for some weird, unexplained reason, has magical tears. Um, and, you know, she cries about the divorce, and she made these two uh toys of her par- that have the likeness of her parents, and they come to life. And then, basically, what the rest of the game is is you're, you know, you're you're adventuring as these two, and you're learning new stuff about each other. Um, I don't want to spoil it too much, but don't. like, you know, there's there there's a I
3: only recently started playing it. Don't I'm saying, so so oh, so but yeah.
1: like, but the, like, like, I think that game for what it is and for how, you know, you know, obviously it's not one of your main, it's not like one of your main games of 2021. You think 2021, you're thinking about the Master Chief collection. You're thinking about whatever came it's out really earlier this actually. year. I already forgot because I have bad memory. You know, if you're a Nintendo fan, you're thinking about anything, Pokemon or anything, Zelda, fingers crossed coming out this year. Uh, you so, you know, it, so you it takes see. two. Eh, but when I do, I'm never going to shut up about it. Um Never. Yeah, I'm not. Um So, and like, it's just like, that game for what it is like okay to put i'm gonna explain it this way so i don't spoil anything remember as a kid when you would look at things like for example you look at a cuckoo clock and you you know you would imagine this massive world in there or like you look at a tree or you know when you're driving down the road
0: i was like what child has a cuckoo clock (laughs) that's so strange
1: i mean i think we're all at the age where our our grandparents were our let me you did hannah you had a cuckoo clock?
3: no, I'm just laughing. Oh, okay. Right? I, I was, was like, like, "Who has a cuckoo in between laughing? you two is this making is me crazy. laugh?"
2: No. Her
1: grandparents had cuckoo clogs. One that like, like came out like burr, burr, like really? not necessarily, but like be oh, okay.
2: <laughs> that necessarily. Had- like, there was like a cat one that had like a yeah. tongue or something, oh, just yeah. so weird cool shit. Uh, have
1: but have I'm going to use the other example because Okay, my I'm so sorry. I was too hip for cuckoo clogs. Like you know when you you know when you're going, you know, you're driving down the road and you see like this big massive tree and like You imagine like you have like this little character running around the tree or like going inside, like inside the tree is just this massive world. That's what the game is. It's everything you imagined as a kid. Like, for example, when I look at it when I used to look at a TV, I used to think what was happening in the TV, there was a very miniature version of it happening inside the TV box. And that's what that game is like. Like it I feel like it brings a child's imagination to life, but it's so it's so well written. And the gameplay is so much fun for... Because it's a rated team game, so... You know, it, it's for teens and older. Which is
0: so interesting.
1: It's... I thought the same thing, but then when you play you understand why. Yeah. Um, but yeah and that game it's just you know it has so many themes that I feel like movies have and it's just so like the storytelling is so good because it's not like one per it's not one character telling the story it's you know it's a group of characters telling the story and then like the design of the game itself is just out of this world like again I'm not going to go into it because I don't want to spoil any future levels or anything but like the way it was designed is so good
0: yeah I mean, and then
1: mm-hmm. no go ahead go ahead I was, so I, was, sorry, I was gonna move
0: on there's a hilarious part with um I, and i'm not gonna suppose either but um there are squirrels in this game and i was like what oh, the, oh, fuck bro, is the, squ- the squirrel <laughs> like, part was like, so yeah,
1: was weird and on. so funny like, like oh. crazy. <laughs> we're playing the game and my cousin's sitting and he goes i love this game but if i was on psychedelics I would not be enjoying this right now. And I'm like, you know what? I can see that. I can see that. Uh
0: Uh, And it's so Um. crazy to me also that it was rated T for team because none of the advertisement for this game made me understand what the game was about. Like none of it, uh, like even remotely made it seem like it was what it was. So when I started playing it, I was like, is that what this game is? Yeah. Completely different from anything that I thought it was. And I don't know whether that works or not for people. Um, I, I have been talking to people, because I, I like the game as well, I'm not finished, I, I'm really uh, close to the beginning, but I know that some people have been complaining about the book character, saying that he was a little bit too much of a caricature, and he might seem a little racist, um, I don't know about that, I have no opinion on that, but Gabe, I will ask you how you felt about him since you finished the game.
1: There was <laughs> There was some parts from like i almost picked up my phone to see like what the background of the book was like obviously with the name you know his last name dr hakeem i didn't think it was a mexican book but then he started talking i was like
4: <laughs> what i'm <this>, like... <laughs> like
1: there's some stuff like i'm glad i'm glad they didn't do like over the top like the book had a sombrero every time he fucking talked to you i mean you like, might as but, well like there's yeah but like, there's, like <laughs> he had some lines where I'm like could have done with saying that in English you didn't have to say it in that weird Spanish slash English accent that you have dude. um again since the story is told by so many different characters like I kind of like I kind of pushed that aside a little bit because like I was enjoying the game completely like when it was May and Cody
0: I'm
1: not gonna get into that um when it when it was May and Cody telling the you know telling the story like obviously like they didn't I'm also glad they didn't say anything that would be questionable to the book. Like, at one point, I'm not gonna lie, I did think Cody was gonna, like, say something like, oh, why don't you eat, like, a burrito or something and leave us alone? Because I, de- I definitely <laughs> felt that vibe from those two, but um, I'm glad he did it. Um, but then again, um, actually, really quick, who plays the book? I don't know. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk while also hitting Google. So if I, of course, it's just going to bring up a bunch of doctor's places, so I'm going to move past that. And now I'm going to talk about why Breath of the Wild would actually be a very good consideration for these awards. Brandon brought up the point of where you, and also Joel agreed to others, where you don't, you know, there's no linear story to follow. This is why you're wrong. Me at the beginning. This is why. Yeah, this is this is the wrong part because there actually is a linear story to follow, and it starts obviously in the Great Plateau. The king tells you where to go. You go to Impa. What does Impa tell you to do?
4: But are doesn't tell you to run back.
1: towards Gan Ganondorf. She, tells you, to a a she, she tells you to look at the memories. She tells you to look at the memories. Okay, and the memories are all they're actually numerically ordered for you. Like it's not they're scattered around so there is actually a very linear story you can follow there is a beginning it's Link waking up from a hundred years of being useless and being asleep and then there's the middle of finding the memories going to the divine beast then there's the end of fighting Ganon at the end and if I'm able to make an entire YouTube series out of it that's a story in my opinion because it's not like oh you're also going to be wrong because it's Zelda we know how you are with Zelda so, because... But I also because, disagree, but continue. Well, you're also going to be wrong just because you <laughs> signed with jor this time. Um, I'm not signing so, for jor
5: for the reasons you think, though. <laughs> um,
1: no, so, because, like, the thing is, like, yes, you can play that game any way you want, but at the same time, there is a very clear, concise story that you can follow. And... I'm going to pass it over to Brandon first because yeah. I know Brandon's oh, not going to talk about push this. my high pressure.
5: So, no, all all, all, all I was all I was going to say is you're absolutely right. Those memories are numbered. However, they're not numbered on the map. So, you could totally get them out of order, which is 100% what I Thank did. You, like Brandon. like I was like, okay. But, okay, like okay. it's a, like I I see I see what you're saying. It is a linear story because there is an order to these. It's not like they just happen sporadically. It's just that the game doesn't necessarily guide you like, okay, here's memory one, here's memory two, here's memory three. And uh, that also is tied to the fact that the Divine Beasts themselves have memories associated with them too. So if you, even if you ignore all the memories in the game and only get the Divine Beasts, you're getting like a segment of the story. I mean, that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying like, they are they are numbered but they don't tell you what the number is. So I but totally those, after getting them all watched them in order afterwards. So that was like I've seen them all To twice. me,
1: that's the immersion part though, because mm-hmm. you have gonna
5: to be an case, right?
1: Yes, it's Zelda. You know how I am with Zelda. Oh um, that's the emergent <laughs> part for me because you have the choice of not exploring the map to find mm. them in order. Like what I did was I opened up the map first. Uh-huh. I went to every tower and I found them. And then when you look at the pictures, you're like, "Oh, I remember this from climbing to that tower." So to me, that's the emerging part because you, you know, it's not like you're just going down willy nilly throughout the map.
3: Mm. Hannah, have you played Breath of the Wild?
2: Finished it.
0: (laughs) Kelly, have you played Breath of the Wild? But I'll get there one day.
2: I I have not started nor finished it.
1: (laughs) All right, in that case, I'm moving on. Oh, wait, no, hold on. One more. There's one more. Now that I mentioned it, because if you're going to put Breath of the Wild in, Age of Calamity has to go into, and you can't tell me that one's not...
0: I'm, I'm linear not, that I'm one's very different. linear
1: okay yeah, it's because you haven't finished the game you haven't played the game yet because i'm not finished, finished with the of the wild, the wild which you've been telling me for the past years
0: well you know what if the game wasn't so damn big and it was linear i would have been done but no it's say like explore everything say you suck of the game. and i'm but
1: like i just say don't have time to explore
2: i need an easy game. mode they need an easy mode it that's it has it has easy easy mode. Mode. an easy
1: what mode. You just the <laughs> to easy, so. Thank you. No, they need an
0: an easy mode that's linear, right? And it's just like, that's a go here, different game. do no, this. That's a and I'm like, yes, game. that's all I want to do. I would have been, been done by now. I would have been done so long ago. No, you wouldn't ago. have. Yes, would Let's have. be
1: honest. No, you wouldn't have. I
0: would have. The problem is every time I play a game, I just go looking for shit. And then I'm lost. And now I got to start all over. And it's like, oh my god. It's great. It's a great game. I know it sounds like I don't love it. I love it. But it's just too yeah. much. It's too open. I don't like open worlds like that. Um, <clears throat> anyway. Oh, wait, on. wait, wait.
1: No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. There's another I'm sorry. game. I promise this is the last one. Okay, what is it? And this one's going to probably make you happy. Final Fantasy VII. It's Thank already you. a movie. Like, it's already mm-hmm. a movie. It's yep. literally already a movie. And you just can control yep. the characters. That movie, like, yeah. Everyone who knows about the game, you know why. That's all I got to say. Yeah, cool. a
0: game that is a movie is Yakuza Like a Dragon. That Those cutscenes are so fucking long. I love that game, but oh my god. Like, you can literally put the controller down, go make dinner, and, like, come back, and they're still, like, talking. And I was like, Jesus. I don't
1: is. Oh, you're know talking from happening. experience.
0: I, I, I literally went and made food and came back, and I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. It's like, are you almost <laughs> done? And then I made coffee. I'm Keurig. That was off. Turned it on. Waited. Made the oh coffee. Came back. Still not done. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to, like, watch the scene later. <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. Good game, though. Good game. Just as long as fuck. Yes, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Totally deserves to be there. And it wasn't. Shame on you guys. So, VG247.com has an article titled, Epic reportedly offered Sony $200 million for PlayStation exclusives. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but because of the Epic versus Apple um, trial going on currently, we've been seeing a lot of nonsense going on um, with behind-the-scenes information that we technically normally wouldn't have. Uh, And this article is so interesting because it does say that As the title suggests, um, Epic offered Sony reportedly $200 million for uh, the ability to have some of their exclusive games on the Epic Game Store. And this uh, uh, article also goes on to say that they um, touted Microsoft as well, but Microsoft said, uh, we don't really like what you're doing, because that literally goes against what we're doing. Um, And it also says that they reached out to Nintendo, but you know, Nintendo obviously was not gonna say yes to that. Uh, But I bring this up because I think this is so interesting since Epic basically says that Apple is a monolith of um, uh, uh, mobile games and it's not fair. And yet here they are trying to buy exclusive titles from the big three so that they have exclusivity Mm -hmm. for um, being able to play these games on the Epic Game Store so that they can essentially, you know, make more money and um, own these games in some right to distribute them. Um, How do you guys feel about that?
5: That Epic tried to buy PlayStation
0: exclusives? Yeah, $200 million to buy PlayStation exclusives, even though those
3: exclusives later came out to PC. Aren't there, yeah, aren't there two, isn't it Days Gone and And Horizon Zero Dawn that are both already going to the Epic Game Store? Are they going to the Epic Game Store? I know that it came out to PC. I think it's both that and Steam.
2: Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn, I think, is on Steam now. Okay.
3: So, I don't know. I haven't kept up with this whole Epic Apple it's court crazy, case man. thing, so this is completely new territory to me.
2: Wasn't there, like, in court where they had, like, something about Peely the banana? Yeah, yeah. they were like, is, and
3: this the is this appropriate?
4: Is this
1: appropriate <laughs> yeah. for children? And I was like, it's a banana. banana. Like, what? Banana was naked, man. Gotta hide your banana parts. <laughs> but it no, but I I
4: it's
1: also not No, shorts.
0: So.
1: Like... It's like yeah, but but like the what they showed though, uh, they just showed like the banana not wearing shorts. and I think that's what it was. But
0: that's it was like, like the the dumb
4: argument.
2: So they put it in like a suit at court. Like, they put it in the banana in, like a suit. <laughs> like, oh, he did to wear in court. I don't know. It was so stupid. I can't um, believe this is a real yeah. thing that's happening. I know.
1: Yeah, right? I, I, yeah. Like when Jerrold said the word nonsense, I think that just pretty much sums everything
0: it, up. Yeah. The whole thing has been. Um, like, like I think the lawsuit is stupid. I think that you can't try to force Apple to change the entire way that their their like ecosystem works, so that you could. Can... Yeah, so a short version of what is going on is that um place uh Microsoft, uh PlayStation and Nintendo and um uh mobiles all uh get thirty percent of the revenue of whatever's purchased um from uh Fortnite. So if you are playing Fortnite on a PlayStation and you buy something on the PlayStation, PlayStation gets 30% of that. Um, Apple, if you're playing on an iPhone and you, Uh, buy it on Apple, Apple gets 30%. Epic Games said it's not fair that Apple's getting 30%. You might be wondering, why the fuck is it not fair if everybody's getting 30%? According to Epic, Apple is more like a PC than they are like a console, and Microsoft, I believe, on PC only gets like 12% of the revenue instead of 30% of the revenue, and they want Apple to be more like Microsoft because they don't want to give Apple that much money because Apple makes millions off of Fortnite because millions of people had iPhones. Like, uh, obviously, more people have iPhones than have game home consoles. Like, that's just yeah, yeah. simple. So, obviously, Apple's like, gonna essentially be making It phones.
2: was written into their contract that this was what they were gonna be making, and now they're, like, trying to yeah. like, know that? So, that's okay. the
0: biggest ridiculous thing, is that this has always been that okay. way. It was a yeah. part of their contract. That's why they did this whole free Fortnite bullshit, to um, get get out, essentially get out of that contract and break the contract so that they could sue Apple. And the reason that they're saying that, um, uh, Apple, uh, iPhones and iPads are more like PCs is because, um, co- game companies don't make the same amount um, of money on selling hardware that Apple does for selling hardware, which is why we had the whole thing of Xbox being like, um, we don't make <laughs> money off of selling hardware. Like, that's where that that story came from, because they were like, no, yeah, we totally just we are at a loss. We just want people uh, subscribing to game subscriptions. And so Epic was like, Microsoft or Xbox is making their money by people making these purchases. Apple is not making their money by people making these purchases. They're making more money off of it. And it's the same as like PC. So people are not, you know, buying PCs to play Fortnite essentially. Um, and so hardware sales for PCs are making money, so they don't need the extra you know, 15% that we're giving consoles. That's the whole thing. Um, but then they go, we find out that apparently they've been trying to buy exclusives from these consoles anyway. And I'm like, But y'all literally are talking about how, you know, everyone else is, this Apple's this big bad monolithic and you have to have your game on there if you want your game to get out. And yet here you are trying to purchase um, for $200 million uh, Sony exclusives. Uh, Anyway, so how do you guys feel about this? Like, do you think that Sony would ever (laughs) sell their exclusive rights to Epic Games or Nintendo or Microsoft? Do you think they should? Uh, What do you think about Epic Games doing this? Like, what are your general thoughts on this before I... We're, we're in already
5: in, uh, in in um, uncharted territory with e- exclusives coming out to yeah. PC in the first place and then for them to uh, a <laughs> the, the company to come out to them and say we're going to restrict that further by having it only onto one digital storefront is like it defeats the, it kind of defeats the purpose of the whole thing. And they're, they're, Epic must think pretty high of themselves. I think 200 million would be enough (laughs) to write an exclusive to Epic.
3: That was my thought. You might as well have
5: been offering them the exposure, like to an artist. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Like, it's, oh, why would they think that's enough? And why would they, like, Sony absolutely, like, had the right to, like, laugh them out of the room because the profit they make from going to all the PC storefronts far. Far eclipses this measly 200 million that they were offering for some exclusives. Like, what were they thinking? Uh, oh, it's ridiculous. It's just absurd. This entire yeah. trial is absurd, and this is like <laughs> one of the most absurd details I have heard so far. That they thought this mm-hmm. was gonna work.
3: Like, what is going on? It's just so messy. Yeah, it is. It this is. whole situation that we're talking about right now, just this little section of it, is just so messy.
5: Yeah.
1: Uh, also, yeah. the uh, only thing I've gathered from this is that, like has balls. That's it. They don't have brains. I'm not saying that brains. They have balls, they have not balls. brains. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Balls. I, want to with I
0: that. agree. I mm-hmm. agree. Uh, you know, speaking of them having balls, there was an article that I read earlier this week. uh <clears throat> And it was talking about how um, Epic approached Apple. They went to Tim Cook and they sent him an email basically saying that, you know, we don't like what you're doing with the Apple store. Like, you should totally change this. And his response was, like, who is this person? And I was like, yeah, that's that's pretty much that's the that's whole trial in a nutshell. It it's like <laughs> we
5: like to have this, like, in an hour that they <laughs> anything they say is gospel. Like, people are constantly taking notes of their words. It's like, oh, it wasn't good enough. Like, <laughs> right, And I was like, yeah. how do
0: you just approach someone? I guess, I, I don't even know if it's, I don't know if it's balls. I feel like it's just, uh, oh, I, not. I,
1: balls. Again, I like I'm not just, saying I'm not saying they have, there's a strategy or anything. I'm just saying they got balls to think they could do something like that. Like,
0: I, I mean, do you, I, yeah, I No, I think there's a difference between having balls and just being ridiculous. And I think that's just kind I,
1: of, i no, don't just I go think, to I someone I a difference between
0: you don't just go into no, cook like and tell him, "Sorry, you're doing this wrong. I don't like I, what you're doing."
1: I think I think there's a difference between having balls, having guts. Guts is when you know, kind of, you got the brain parted a little bit. It's still not there though. I think balls is just outright dumb, and but you think so highly of yourself. I think you know that's yeah. what being ballsy is.
5: Guts yeah, is something is the core is the core part of it that they think that they really in their mind think That this ridiculous stuff makes perfect sense. That they say that it and it's just is right, there's going could be no differing opinion on that. Yeah.
1: Like, like did they offer that the, the same 200 million to all of the big three? Oh, we have just no idea,
5: we only know oh, that they because
1: have of, it's, if it's if they if it comes out that they offered it to all the big three, then that I mean, come on, you're gonna offer 200 million dollars to exclusives to Nintendo out of all the big three, like, come
2: on. Mm. I, mean, I so
5: don't think Mario they would have offered it. Nintendo have has Nintendo first-party games have never left Nintendo consoles. So if they thought two hundred uh, million was enough for Come Nintendo, on, oh my god, <laughs> that would be even more hilarious than the PlayStation story.
0: So. <laughs> That's so crazy. Like, uh, currently, yeah. to me, it's crazy because we know that these games are console sellers, right? Like, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade, like, people are literally still trying to buy PS5 so they can play the next part of the series that we know for the foreseeable future is going to be on PS5. Like, um, uh, uh, what is coming out? Um... Uh oh my god, there's a PS five game that's coming out. Ratchet and Clank, right? Ratchet and Clank yeah, rips apart. Another yeah. you know exclusive like Playstation's grabbing exclusives, um, and they want people to buy Playstations, obviously, and it's working. So why the fuck would I sell you for two hundred million? <laughs> Bitch, get out of here. And is not yeah. is the PS five not the like fastest selling. Console currently, I believe. Next yeah, That'd I'd be still packed.
3: love to get one. That'd be great. Oh no, Hannah, we gotta help you. <laughs>
0: I'll see what I can
1: do.
3: They're sold <laughs> out everywhere. Still,
1: I'm they having really the worst are.
0: luck finding one. Hopefully, one day. I I, I literally the other day, he, like last month, I had in
1: contact one. with Jarell.
0: I will do my. Jurel, I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's yes, magical I when it this,
1: comes. I
3: got this from. because yeah. of
0: Jarrell. I got mine because okay. of Jarrell. What's so
3: funny? You're I had Jarrell a
0: cart <laughs> on Target like last month. I got one in the cart and I was like, I don't need this. Why would I buy this? And I just like took it out and because <laughs> I didn't <laughs> need it. I didn't need it, and I was talking to this guy, and he was like why didn't you just buy it for me? I was like, I didn't know you wanted one. I'm sorry. Uh, next I up, kinda next kinda time someone it. asks you something, like, just tap it through,
1: just tap on your thing and be like, why didn't you buy it for <laughs> you?
0: Exactly. Why didn't you buy it for me, bro? That's why. <laughs> you want it? Marry me. Like a PS5 or yes.
1: someone who's not, I'm not married to
0: okay, what's Right, what's wrong with me? Uh, but yes, I will keep my eye out for you. I'll do my best. Okay, thank you. My luck has been
3: a shit lately, but I'll do my best. <sighs> it's um, not as bad as mine.
0: I don't know. I, I mean, I was able to get like four, <laughs> so I think I could keep just it. bragging. <laughs> <laughs> keep it. Uh, a lot of staying up super late, actually, man, and
3: ordering from a lot. Of- places anyway
0: so also <laughs> don't nod which is you know developers of life mm-hmm. is strange one and two etc um they were apparently uh, approached by and they haven't said who but they were approached by another company with several um acquisition offers and they turned them all down because they are owned by a uh, square enix which i did not know um not mm-hmm. don't Nod, uh, sorry the the um life is strange IP is owned by Square Enix, which is very mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, so it looks like there's a lot of um acquisition offers going
5: around. Is there anything? People yeah, are they- going crazy about it. I think it's- I think Microsoft opened yeah. the floodgates. They bought all those studios, and I was like, yep. "What if we bought get Studios?" Then people would have to make games mm-hmm. for us! I think my, yeah.
0: my favorite was still Microsoft and talks to acquire Discord and then like a month later <laughs> PlayStation's like, we just partnered with Discord! I was like, damn,
4: that's... A, that's it's quick. That was
5: poetic.
0: Like, yeah, it was hilarious. I, I didn't believe it mm-hmm. when I read it. Uh, but speaking of things that I don't believe that are actually happening, PlayStation is working on 25 PS5 games. Half yeah. of them are new franchises. Uh, it is unclear if they're first-party games, however. And this is by a friend of the show, Wesley LeBlanc, uh, over hey, at IGN.com. No Wesley! LeBlanc. I'm trying to... He did whatever, tell us to so. say it like that. LeBlanc. <laughs> um, anyway... <laughs> So Herman Hulse says that they have more than 25 PlayStation, PS5 games in development, half of which are new IPs. Um, how do you guys feel about 25 new IPs coming to PlayStation? Because as far as I'm aware, a lot of what we've been getting have just been sequels to um, uh, first party titles. Like, uh, you know, we're going to yeah. get that. Uh, um, oh my God. I was going to say Breath of the Wild and I don't mean that. Um, the one- Aloy.
2: 0. Done.
0: Thank you. Yes. <laughs> you know for West the sequel to um, God of War we're getting a uh, yep. and Clank next Ragnarok um uh Ratten to part you know it's it's either it, none of them are really new IPs. Uh, so 25 new IPs from PlayStation uh, for people that have a PS5 how do you feel about that? Excited. What are you expecting to see? Um, are you are your expectations tempered because like new oh no um yeah how do you guys feel about
5: it i'm gonna be honest i partially think this is kind of non-news and i'll tell you why i think it's non-news because um they didn't specify when these 25 new ips would come out you know
2: over the next 10 years
5: (laughs) exactly this could be like a 10 year plan this could be a 15 year this could be a 20 year plan Mm -hmm. all i'm saying is like uh, every game company all the all the all the big three and all like the other ones in between Of course, they're always thinking of, like, new IPs. It's just a matter of when they come out. Like, I'll give you a great example. Ubisoft (laughs) announced in 2017 that game Skull and Bones. They recently announced it was getting delayed even further. So stuff like that was constantly in their minds, and then they'll announce it when they think it's going to be released soon. But, yeah, the fact there's 25 new ones, obviously it's a lot more than I'd be expecting, because, like you said, there's a lot of sequels coming out to here and there for the PlayStation 5 and a uh, possible PlayStation 4 as well. But like, again, yeah, they, they can come out whenever. So 25, that's exciting, but like, you, you know, that could be yeah. PS5. Hell, that could be PS6, honestly, if we're being real, real honest here. And the other reason, uh, the other thing I'll say about that is, This is 100% because of, you know, Sony's been getting some, like, backlash lately, especially after they announced that Japan Studios is closing. We're not focusing on these games. We're only doing, like, high-end third parties. So they wanted to assure people, like, no, don't worry, people. We have all these new IPs that are coming out. You don't have to worry about anything. Mm -hmm. And then people will just see that, and they'll be like, oh, we got plenty of games to about? Nothing to worry about. And then when you really think about it, though, it's like, don't come out. I believe it. It's just going to take some time. It's not – we're not talking – 2021. We're not talking 2022. We're not talking 2023. We may see maybe two or three of these new IPs within these next three years, and that'll be exciting when they come out. It's just, you know, we'll see. We'll see what. We'll, it's gonna be some time. Yeah. It's a, it's a non-news story, like I said from the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm. I was just gonna ask that so you think it's in response of them, you know, sh- basically shitting
5: on ND, saying we need them. Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. to. This is this is a, this is a damage control for sure. This announcement.
3: Yeah. But it's going to take years. I mean, we're not going to see any of those titles for quite a while, so it is yeah. just getting news out there for the sake of being like, hey, just to remind you, we are working on these, we can't say what they are, but there's things here, there's I things happening. disagree, I think it is news.
0: And really? Reason, yes, and the reason that I think it is news is because, one, like I said, I think it is very much just like a get this out there, like, so people yeah. are aware that we're working mm-hmm. on things. But... Mm-hmm if If you know another company like Nintendo or Microsoft said this, I think it would be uh news that's just as big because who we all know that Microsoft is working on games right from all these studios that they purchase, what the fuck is going on right so I think this is I think it's news in the sense that it is an update that people have been. I don't know if sure. we've been waiting for sure, it, out. but yes, I think um, something that we've been curious about. And also, I think it's very interesting interesting to have a number tied to it. Like, it's not just we're coming out with games. It's like we are specific- yeah, specifically that's fair. have 25 mm. titles that are for sure going to be yeah. in your hands. We don't know when, but um, I think yeah. because there is a number there, I feel a little bit more confident than I okay. do with Xbox, which I still don't. I have. That's fair. Since E3 of like last year or whatever the fuck happened, and they mentioned all all the games that they like Fable and um, uh, Tell Me Why was one of them, I think, and um, Ever Wild, I think it was. Like they they showed off a couple of them that were exclusive, but we still don't even have um, uh, uh, Halo Infinite. So, like, Mm. I don't know what Xbox is doing. Uh, Nintendo hasn't said, here's 25 uh, first-party titles, right? Like, we don't know what's happening yeah. for the Zelda anniversary. Like, we don't know shit. So I think it's very <laughs> comforting for PlayStation to Nothing. be like,
1: yeah, nothing's going <laughs> not to Stop that. No, <laughs> we're not speaking that into the, the universe. We are not stopping it right now.
0: But I think it's, yeah, I think it's really cool for PlayStation to be like, well, you know, if you have the PS5, we do have the games on the way. Um, yeah. Nobody else is really... But- done that Mm -hmm. but
1: did they say the 25 new titles new ips were for the ps5 well i think that's where i'm gonna have to disagree with you i i'm with brandon on this one because it's like i mean it's almost kind of a given a company's going to be working on something new it's just oh sorry
0: yes
5: wait did they say
1: ps5 Yes. Yes. PS5? yes
0: i just said no because gabe was talking yes
5: that's his default. You heard it here, and, folks. <laughs> it is. Yeah, and you half see, of them so, are. So, so he, it says his trigger um, fingers always said on no.
0: More than twenty-five PlayStation Five games in development. More oh, okay. than twenty-five Fair. PlayStation Five games in development. Half of them are brand new IPs.
1: I will say so though, not all twenty-five are, are brand new IPs. Yeah, not
5: all twenty-five. At least half of them.
1: Oh, okay.
4: Oh, okay, okay.
5: Like, that oh, day. Day.
2: Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. a lot
5: that's, a, that's, a, that's yeah. a big difference i still i still stand by with it i mean 12 is still
3: a lot it's true I
2: mean, yeah. was like a high number i was like that's a that's like uh, really that's a lot <laughs> okay. yeah that's
3: a lot
5: yeah, yeah if we're talking 12 that. then if we're talking 12 then yeah it's entirely possible that it can release within the ps5 era i still don't think it'll be that soon but it most certainly can definitely release within the ps5 era. is certainly possible and some of them could like you know you always have at the end of a console's life cycle those cross platform games that like PS five like 4 to PS5. Maybe some of those later ones will come to PS5 slash PS six. Who knows? It depends on how long some of them take to come out, I guess.
0: I don't know. I mean they have, like, you know, maybe i I'm going to assume eight to ten years. I feel like the PS5's life cycle is gonna last a little bit longer sure. than yeah. every other yeah, life cycle. Yeah, Same with the Series X. Like these machines are freaking crazy. I turned off my I promise y'all the the Series X does not turn off. I don't care what anybody tells me. I turned that shit off and I left my house, unplugged it, and I came back and my downloads were done and I was like, How the fuck? <laughs> like it doesn't even have power. How are the download done? And I turned it on and yeah. I was in the same I do have the app. Is that how that works? Like what? That's probably how it? that works. But it like the yeah. system was not plugged into the power. It doesn't yeah, make sounds... sense. Ah, no. The, there's, there's a ghost in that. your house. There's a ghost I, in
1: your house. I was like, there's, there's no way.
0: And then I turned on Yakuza and I was like, how is this still on like The same... Like, this shit is magical. Like, I I don't trust it. (laughs) It's like, the government's in my house on my Xbox. I don't know what it was. was, There's no way. I don't know what Xbox is doing. This shit is... I decided it's never off. It's listening to me right now. Uh, But speaking of uh, new IPs for Sony, did any of you guys actually play uh, Sunset Overdrive?
5: No, I did not. Okay, so
0: that game is awesome. I literally bought an Xbox to play it. Great fucking game. Um sunset overdrive there is an article over at ign and it says uh nothing is stopping insomniac making uh, sunset overdrive 2 for playstation uh and this is by joe scribbles uh at ign.com as i mentioned as we know the original sunset overdrive was an xbox exclusive Mm -hmm. um and (laughs) apparently nothing is stopping insomniac from making um Sunset Overdrive 2, which would then be a PlayStation exclusive because they were bought by PlayStation. How do you guys feel about a company making an exclusive for one game and making a sequel for another?
5: They kind of did that with Titanfall.
0: Did they? Was Titanfall originally on Xbox only?
5: Titanfall 1 was an Xbox mm-hmm. One exclusive when it originally came out. Titanfall 2 came everywhere, and so obviously Apex did the same, but yeah. Wait, Apex? Uh, Apex is related to the Titanfall Apex series. series. Oh, I, was just, I just oh, mentioned okay. I was like, 10 10. 10. yeah. yeah. But yeah, um. So Sunset Overdrive, you know, one game coming to one console and a, a, a single coming to, uh, or in the, in this case, is it specifically going to be like a PlayStation exclusive, or is that one going to be multi-platform?
0: Well, I don't know. So I'm just I'm just asking on the. So I mean, so I'm Insomniac Games. I think, haven't all of their games since then been exclusives?
5: I want to say yes, but I would I, have to oh, like yeah. research that. But I believe so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, for if, we're, if we're, I'm gonna assume multi-platform because I would assume that Sunset Overdrive Two would be like on both Xbox and PlayStation. I would assume that because the original was on Xbox, and it would be kind of weird for the sequel to just go to a console. Yeah, that's just like none of those. They just did that
0: with Persona
5: Five structures. Which Persona? Yeah, but that was still on PlayStation. That's my, that's my point. Mm-hmm. People that played PlayStation 5 yeah. on PlayStation could Wait, still I'm continue sorry. to play it on PlayStation, yeah, which is just an option. To,
0: yeah, but then, like, if you haven't played it on PlayStation and you don't own a PlayStation, you're going to start
5: at the sequel on a Switch. Correct, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, all I'm saying is that it's gonna be on both Xbox and PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're on PlayStation, then you're gonna have to eat the fact that you didn't play the original because if you didn't have an Xbox. I'm just saying if you were an Xbox owner and did play the original, you can continue to the series on your Xbox and not miss anything. That's what I'm saying correct. That's what I'm saying. I know, I know. Um, <laughs>
4: what, what are we doing here?
5: Yeah.
0: Insomniac Games. We're, we're the same about, thing. I know. We're talking about uh, <laughs> for the games that they have, you know, Ratchet and & Clank and Spider-Man, right? Those uh-huh. are, you know, exclusively to PlayStation. I mean, this is the conversation of uh, Xbox buys Bethesda. Why would they ever put put their games on another platform after spending so much money for it, right? Uh, PlayStation bought Insomniac Games. Uh, Sunset Overdrive was great. Um, I don't know that many people actually bought it or played it. I don't even know how popular it was, but it was a great game, but I don't think it was popular <clears throat> enough for them to make it multi-platform. Like, if I'm PlayStation... And I own Insomniac Xbox package. Shit, you guys are getting nothing. You're not getting <laughs> yeah. a Sunset Overdrive two. You're not getting Discord. I was like, like. Okay, we know. had
2: we had this conversation. The more platforms your game is on, the more money you make. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, why would you not?
0: That's true, but who and if,
2: if Sunset Overdrive is not going to sell consoles, then they'll put it on everything.
0: Yeah, yeah you are right, Kelly. But uh, Sony doesn't care. They have literally i we also talked about how much money they made right on exclusives sony's greedy we do not <laughs> yeah, need very. they don't mm-hmm. need to put their games on other platforms this i mean they're the only one of these 3 that are charging for crossplay. They're like you want to play yep. with us? Well, you have to pay an extra fee just so that your little Nintendo and Xbox bitches can play with us. Like they they have money. They hoard money. They don't need to. Like I I if it were Xbox, I would agree with you, but I think for PlayStation they just They don't give a
2: fuck. (laughs) But if they're greedy, then they just want to make as much money as possible. So selling Mm -hmm. it to more platforms would make them technically more money. I I don't know. I think it would be weird to just have something only on Xbox and then have it only on PlayStation, like the sequel. I think that would be so strange. (laughs) Like, it would would be like a weird concept. Like, it just wouldn't make things feel right. Like, I don't even care. But I was like, something's wrong (laughs) in the universe. Like, because, like, you should... I, I don't know. I have, like, a bunch of sequels on, like, different, you know, consoles, and it's, like, they're all blue, or they're all green, or Call of Duty, I have blue and green, like, all over the place, whatever. But, like, there's never just, like, one and then the other, and well, yeah. that's yeah. it. You know?
0: should be very happy that you are not a Kingdom Hearts fan, because... That was rough what, that for a while. That
5: was rough for yeah. a while. It started it was on ps that.
0: and went to fucking... DS. EBA. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Game Boy Advance, and then, like, DS, to PSP. PSP. To, like, you had
5: to have a DS and a PSP to, be, to keep up with the series at the time. I'm glad we're not in that era know, anymore. Oh, God. Kim Hearts did that shit. They
3: didn't give a fuck. <laughs> they, <laughs> they did. They <laughs> I'm just, we're gonna I go mean, wherever we wanna go. We don't
2: care if <laughs> it with, <laughs> like, time. fucking Disney, so I don't, I don't, oh, yeah. I'm not, I don't find none of that surprising. That I they I blame that one
1: more on Disney no. than, like, the developer yeah. like the, no no no, know, no, know. no 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 no
5: no 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 more of the, the oh. director series specifically wanted those series on that one he's like oh a ds sounds like it could be fun with his two screens and the wireless multiplayer but he said oh but i also want a really good looking handheld one so i'm gonna put I it on PSP. that was him, was him. Said, <laughs> fuck
1: y'all fans yeah. yes he did <laughs> that <was him. laughs>
5: <And> that's <laughs> why it's always gonna be fuck
1: score for smash
0: how did this come about like i don't know what just happened <laughs> anyway so speaking- he has
2: few opinions so the opinions he does have <laughs> they are intense Everything
0: <laughs> they yes. are no-shiller for smash breath of the wild for everything and uh, dark As souls for sora good.
1: Uh, Souls is great. Oh, whoa, well, if you're gonna quote me, you better use the exact same words. Dark Souls is great. Yeah, there oh, we I go. Know. It's not my fault you can't beat the damn game. Alright,
0: so uh GameSpot.com has an article titled Twenty Twenty Financial Year Looking at <laughs> NFTs for Future Growth. Square Enix sees massive potential in the crypto craze of NFTs, but for now it's just a record uh recorded a record year of sales and profits by Darren Bonthus. Um and I'm just gonna like tell you guys how much money. Square Enix made, so we can all feel like we don't have any money. Um, Square Enix has recorded a <laughs> 27.6% year-on-year increase in net sales that totaled $3.03 billion! $3.03 billion for Square Enix! And they saw the operating income grow by 44.2% to $430 million. And uh, this, the article says, uh, quote, thanks to the high-profile release of Final Fantasy VII Remake and Marvel's Avengers, brisk catalog game sales and solid subscriptions for ongoing titles such as final fantasy 14 and dragon quest X sales increased 39.9 percent year-on-year in square enix's digital entertainment business se- section uh unsurprisingly critical flop in wonderworld was not mentioned i i do not appreciate that darren i think balan wonderland was a nice game i
3: appreciate you calling it a critical
2: flop if it wasn't mentioned you can't you even remember the mentioned. name
5: Okay. You just said Battle Monday. Okay. okay, okay. You guys. said gold okay. and then so, land in the same so, sentence. Right, so like you're
0: do? I don't this even know. we're, <laughs> know. Guys? This we're <laughs> you're so know. close. You're getting there, but no. <laughs> wow. Okay, anyway. Um the article goes on to say digital game sales grew by thirty one percent to represent eighty five percent of annual uh revenue. And there was something else here that I saw that I um wanted to mention uh, but I think it was uh, I don't care. Can't can't find it, so I no longer care. Uh, but what?
4: Wait. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. It was about NFTs. So they also mentioned that they want to look into NFTs. So do you guys know what NFTs are?
5: Non-transferable
1: tokens. Yeah. Or
0: yeah. Uh, do you know how they work?
1: Absolutely not. I mean, yeah. Kind it, kind
5: of, it, it creates. Kind of. It creates false. When you, when you deliberately, when you well, hold on. When you when you create um, NFTs, you're basically creating like this um, thing to make artificial scarcity. For example, okay. because like if only ten people, if if, they, if they, here's this thing that only ten exist in the world, go get it, and we're not going to make any more. It becomes significantly more expensive. Because it's a scarce item, so that's the that's the prospect behind
0: why essentially Square Enix is looking into. Um, the, so supposedly Square Enix is looking into NFTs, right? Um, essentially, an NFT is basically you claiming ownership over oh my god okay you claiming over claiming ownership over something right so i can make an nft for final fantasy 7 remake right and if i sell that whoever owns that like digital license it's basically a digital license so whoever owns that essentially owns final fantasy 7 Does that mean anything? No. Because, like, you can still, or, like, let's say an image, right? Like, if someone draws an image, um, and I, like, if I draw an image, and I sell the NFT to Hannah, she now owns that image. Is that image still on the internet? Yes. Can people still access that image? Yes. The only thing that happens is Hannah can say, I own it. But, like, who cares? (laughs) Like, Hannah owns it. That is essentially an NFT. But, like, Brandon said... What that does is it does create um, scarcity, right? Like like you mentioned, because then mm-hmm. uh, what happens is if I only make five of them, like the five of us can say, yeah, we are the original and only owners of this item. Um, and so then that NFT can drive up the price because other collectors want to be able to own this. But it's still kind of stupid because like, sure you own it, but do you really own it? Like it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's really weird. But uh, so Square Enix is wait, wait, apparently... Wait. Uh-huh.
1: So okay, so if I'm one of the original owners, and then I decide to drive up the price, and someone buys it for me, am I no longer the owner?
0: You would have to sell the NFT to that person. So, that so I no long the it's
1: owner. no longer mine. So it, it transfers to them.
0: I guess yes.
1: Okay. I... Well, how would you get ownership of it? I
0: mean, cause, or you could you could you essentially I mean? you could essentially sell a copy of it for a lot of money, and then just keep the NFT and still own it. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like um, you know, owning the Mona Lisa and having a copy. Of, I saw this example, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. somebody owns it. Okay, who cares? I have the same shit in my house, you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, interestingly enough, Square Enix said that they are thinking about possibly getting into NFTs. Um I think this is really stupid. Uh, Having that explanation, uh, that very bare bones explanation of NFTs, with the amount of money that they made, I guess they can get into whatever they want because they have billions of dollars. Um, It it concerns me a little bit, uh, this whole NFT thing, because I don't know how it would work out for consumers. Like, am I just supposed to own an NFT to download a game in the future? Like, do I just have to own the license of that game? What happens? Like, if there's a how first of all how are there even a limited number of nft like you just make a fucking code as far as i know like how is there a limited mm-hmm. number of something um but having said that i think it is yeah here it is a quote from the same article says Greenix says that uh this nft avenue is being explored as a means to quickly adapt to environmental changes in the content business and proactively adopt the burgeoning technologies that result from them i don't know what the fuck that means um yeah i have no idea what that means um they're planning to bolster profitability and expand the base of recurring profits by leveraging new and existing ip in different directions and to do that the company aims to explore the world of non-fungible tokens the latest crypto craze that you can read more about in their nft guide um on uh gamespot.com so Square Enix getting into nfts do you guys have any thoughts on that before i move on away from this weirdness
2: I think it's gonna take a long time. I don't think this is gonna start happening tomorrow. Like you're worrying about what? Well, my games be on NFTs. I don't think that's a concern. Mm-hmm. I mean, they said like we're looking into possibly using this new technology. That was it. I mean, they gotta write articles yeah. about something. So that's what they chose. But I don't really feel like it's gonna be anything anytime soon. Not at a commercial level, anyways. No. Right it now seems i ridiculous, ridiculous with how
3: much money they're making too. I mean, yeah. I don't know why do y'all do that? Like yeah. for what reason? Yeah. They're about to make so seems much unnecessary. More money.
0: unnecessary. You're gonna make so much more money too. Like what mm-hmm. I mean, if y'all want, I guess. Gabe, do you care?
1: I <laughs> still don't understand the whole concept of it, so I I don't yeah. have to comment on it. Understandable. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, so anyway. Uh,
1: Moving right
0: along, Uh, NintendoEverything.com has an article titled Nintendo Comments on its Rising R&D Costs by uh, Brian, and the article says, when Nintendo held its financial call last week, one investor asked about the company's rising costs when it comes to research and development. The Big N is expecting these expenses to be a nearly $100 billion yen for this fiscal year. That's a lot. An uh, and the quote says uh, from Furukawa, President Shintaro Furukawa, says our software development costs, which is including outsourcing, are increasing as we work to maintain a continuous stream of new titles for Nintendo Switch as it enters the middle of its life cycle. Oh, that was really interesting. Uh, because mm. per-title development costs are higher now than they were on past platforms, we anticipate the R&D expenses will continue to rise as we work to maintain a sizable lineup of titles. We are also conducting a variety of studies, which include investigating ways to enhance our digital business and future services that will help maintain long-term relationships with our consumers, as we touched on on the corporate management policy briefing last September. In addition, the development of next generation of hardware needs to begin years before launch, so R&D expenses for that are gradually rising. We're aiming to grow by continuing our integrated hardware, software, entertainment business, and that means conducting all sorts of research and development in various areas, including both hardware and software. Um, My question for you guys is, does that give you hope for what Nintendo is looking for in the future, or is this more of just like a, this is another business call, this means nothing? How do you feel about that?
5: I actually want to say it does give me a little bit of hope because for the longest time, Nintendo had, especially when it comes to their first parties, when you're talking about the Mario games, the Legend of Zelda games, <laughs> rest in peace, 0 but that used to be part of the equation as well. Right. It used to be very, very, very internal with its development. Like, they would not trust anyone with these, like, core Mario, Zelda, or what have you games. Now they're coming to realize, finally, that if they're going to keep up the steady stream of games on their system and their platform, they can't do it all by themselves. They have to start trusting other developers to give them a hand with it. We saw that a little bit with Breath of the Wild. Monolith Soft helped them with the development of that game because that was far bigger than anything that they had ever developed for for the Legend of Zelda series. So that's going to continue. And I, uh you know, with Pokemon Snap, for example, or... Yeah, new Pokemon Snap. You know, Bandai Namco helped to help develop that one. With Smash Brothers, Sora Limited was the main ones that were like focused on it. But they also had help development help from Nintendo and Bandai Namco as well, and then all the other third party developers that are like you know licensed their stuff in. It's just it's a good sign because I think it can only like at the at the core, Nintendo is still gonna do whatever kind of game they want. It just all it means is like more people to help them. Make those said games so they can keep up the steady, uh, steady releases of their games. Otherwise, it would, like, Nintendo has famously had trouble with, like, new hardware, and it has sometimes hurt them in the past. It definitely hurt them with the Wii U, for example. So they, it really behooves them to, like, get this kind of assistance so they can keep making these games the way they want. So I'm, I'm very, po- I'm very happy about that. I'm very happy that they're finally seeing the light and realizing that, you know, it's okay to ask for help. You can still make the game you want to make with a little help from your friends. It's okay. My statement on this
0: is so much less educated than yours.
5: <laughs>
0: Literally, I read it and I, like, I'm all about semantics. So I'm all about the words that you use when you say yeah. something. And I read Mid Life Cycle and I was like, this should have been out for like three years. What are you talking about? Like, I feel like that's We're,
5: so early. It's out it's 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 for, but like, I
0: mean, still, mid, I was like,
5: oh my if we God, get, that's crazy. If we, if we get another four, eight eight, eight eight years is a pretty healthy life cycle for a console these days, I think I would think. No, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I just didn't realize. Like
0: mid life cycle is so crazy to think about when I think it about is. The switch, I feel like it I is. just bought it two years ago. So when he's like right. mid-life, I'm like, what? This isn't going anywhere for the longest time. Like I still feel like I have eight more years ahead of me. So I was like, Oh my god, first of all, either I'm old or the switch is old or something's wrong.
5: Uh, and then the oh, second thing and what, was what, I'm sorry, one more I'm sorry, one more point to that. This is the Pokemon Company, not necessarily Nintendo, but we're already seeing evidence of that. Of the fact that, you know, the Pokemon Company, like we said earlier, is entrusting a different studio to make the Diamond and Pearl remakes while they focus on the uh, Legends and Arceus. There's a different timeline in which they didn't ask for anyone's help, and the Diamond and Pearl remakes would be the only things you're looking forward to. And we may not have seen yeah. Legends for like two or three years. So we're already starting to see that happen, and I'm very happy about
1: that.
0: The other, the um, other, you know, stick out for me, uh, the other thing that pointed out to me was, uh, new hardware. I was like, oh my god, give me my Switch Pro. Like, tell me more. <laughs> Spend all the yeah. money, billions of yen on, on um, my Switch Pro, please. And that's all I got from that. And I was like, wow, <laughs> I'm old and Switch Pro, please. That's it. That's all I read. Yeah. Anyone else before I move on? Nope. This <laughs> is very, uh, very, uh, point of fact. Um, so, two, two more stories, one more topic, and then we're done. I don't want to hold you guys here forever. Um, <laughs> Uh, First story is uh, over from The Verge, and it is titled uh, TheVerge.com. It is titled Target Will Stop Selling Pokemon Cards in the Stores um, Due to an Abundance of Caution by Mitchell Clark. Target has decided that it's had enough. The company has officially confirmed to Bleeding Cool that it will halt the sales of Pokemon cards throughout the U.S. starting Friday, May 14th, tomorrow. Wow. Uh, As of this recording, the retailer cites an abundance of caution for the safety of both guests and store employees and notes that it will still be selling the cards on its site. Currently, Pokemon cards and other trading cards are having a moment. People have swamped card grading... um, companies hoping to get a rating that makes their cards more valuable, and the Pokemon company has been rushing to print enough cards to meet the demand. I'm not going to stop there. I feel like that's pretty much what it is. Um, sure. And there's another set of tweets that I read that I don't know where they are, but essentially someone blames Logan Paul, and they were like, it's your fault for buying Pokemon cards at ridiculous prices because now, uh, since you've done it, it's just you know made the prices rise exponentially. It's like, right now, everybody buying gas when they don't need to because they're you know is no issue with gas and now the price of gas yeah. is rising that's you know supply and demand so that's happening to pokemon cards and i wanted to bring this up because every time i have gone into gamestop or target i have seen a grown-ass adult arguing with someone about trying to buy pokemon cards and i'm not saying that you can't be a, an adult and buy pokemon cards buy your cards buy you your cards buy your shit but be fucking you know respectful and coherent yeah. why are you and literally it was like 10 a.m and i went to pick up new pokemon snap and there was this guy and, like, he wasn't even in line, and he was yelling at the dude, like, you guys are supposed to release Pokemon cards today. And he's like, I, like, we are not selling them. We don't, we don't have the authority to sell them. And he kept going on. I was like, can I just please get my game? Like, I don't want to be here for this. Second time that that shit has happened. I, and, you know, people are buying up fucking McDonald's uh Happy Meals to steal the cards out. And I think that the article, I don't know if it's this article, um, but there's an article that goes on to talk about how people were going into Target and opening Boxes of cereal up to get the cards out of them. Like this Ooh, shit weird. is ridiculous. Just all of this, just so they could sell it later, possibly at another um, higher price. Which is another. Uh, my biggest issue with this is stop ruining things for people. Like that's exactly the, what yeah. Yeah, like,
5: like this is why we can't have nice things. This is
0: why we can't have nice things. My nephews used to get Pokemon cards. There is no way I'm gonna go fight some grown ass man for Pokemon cards. You have gonna find something to collect. I, I'm not with that life, and it sucks because I'm like, I can't buy you anymore because I'm not trying to go into Target and fight a bitch like with my fucking yeah. boots on. I'm not here for that. <laughs> like, I just want to buy dog pads. Um, it's it's fucking ridiculous. Anyway, so your thoughts on this this the fact that these stores are no longer selling uh, Pokemon cards or cards in general because of this? Oh.
3: Yeah, when a corporation has to release a statement saying, "Out of an abundance of caution, that's we will crazy. no longer be carrying that." It's yes. that's when it's just so ridiculous. It just mm-hmm. reaches an extreme point where it's like this was not necessary at all. It's Pokemon cards. I think exactly. you're gonna be okay. It's, <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
5: It's yeah. It's it's awful how it's gotten because mm-hmm. you know I've cl- I've collected like um I've collected Pokemon cards on and off in my life. Like obviously yeah. I, was, I was I was I was you know back in the day. I got my, like, um, fossil sets and, and, and such and such. And even then, of course, cars are rare. You know, this started because Logan Paul specifically, like, bought, like, that really expensive ass Charizard from the base set all the way back in, like, 98 or whatever. And then people were like, wow, these cars actually are worth money. So if I start buying cars now, I could get rich. And that's how it all started. It's just like, yeah. and now people are just like tearing each other apart just to get the cards. And, you know, it's just a, it's just a shame because now one big retailer is no longer selling cars. Like, like little Timmy just wants to get his his Mimikyu and and be happy and now they can't and now they can't.
2: Yeah. I have to keep
5: it going, Kelly. I know you're nice to see that face. Yeah. They always having everything that, that I need yes.
2: the... He always has it right now Oh my god, he has Pokemon
5: cards all the time. Hannah, uh, G- yes. G- you don't I understand. Love it. Every time yeah.
0: something comes up, Brandon's like
5: every podcast. It's amazing. Uh, he's a magician. I haven't, I, yeah. I, context, I haven't bought cards in like over like maybe three years. These are just like all from like when I was getting back into it. Well, and like, that's the
3: thing, it's, is, like, getting those cards, too, it should be fun. It shouldn't mm. be this weird, mad rush just to get something to resell it for money later on, you Yeah, know? It's
2: or, really or, the problem like, that I have with all of this. Like, yeah. everything now is just to buy it and resell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. PlayStation, you can't get one because people are reselling them. You can't get Pokemon cards, they have to literally stop selling them. Like, yeah. when did we just become... Like, gas! People are trying to resell the gas! People literally hoarded hand sanitizer and toilet paper and tried to resell it and price gouge people when there was a pandemic, yeah. like why are we such assholes? I don't get it, like yeah. it's just some Pokemon cards, like, you're gonna like, make some money? I, I don't yeah. like, I would totally love to make money like, just doing shit to resell to people, but why do you just want to rip off your fellow nerd? Like exactly. just like, trying to like, enjoy what shit? they love yeah, yeah. yeah. just mm-hmm. turned into like, oh, I can make money? Fuck all y'all. I don't mm-hmm. give a crap. I yeah. I will punch Timmy to get my card so I can sell God. them full grown man on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Because
0: that... I there's mm-hmm. a there's a tweet underneath the, the this thread right? and it's uh someone that shows a Pikachu McDonald's promo twenty nineteen oh, for a dollar and McDonald's twenty-five cents oh. and a dollar and four cents. And the price of oh. that um uh as of the that date has gone up to eighty-one dollars. That shit was a dollar it was a dollar, and now it's eighty-one dollars. With the kids' meal,
5: people That's were literally crazy. buying freaking Happy Meals to get their Pikachu and throwing out the food. That's what really pissed me off. That people are out here wasting food just to get yes. their card, to get their card, and depriving little Timmy the chance to get their cute little Pikachu card. Do yeah. you know that Christy had a hardest time? She because she knows she she loves Pikachu. She just wanted a cute little McDonald's Pikachu. She don't care about the money. She just wanted a cute Pikachu card, and she had such a hard time getting it just because of these assholes. And I was like, yeah. Ah,
0: Literally, $1 to $81. Like, fuck y'all. Uh, but I'm yeah, going to spent $150,000 on a Pokemon card. But, God. like, who even, like,
5: do you know what you could have done with that? It's your money. Whatever. Do what you want. Um, card. Just... That's, the, that's the worst part about it. So many Pokemon cards, for, for context, sell well because they're actually good, viable cards in, like, the actual TCG. But then there's some that are just rare because they're, like, scarce. Like, the promo cards you get from, like, the movies or whatever. Or this shit with the McDonald's thing. Or even, uh, no, I guess that's it. Like, they're just, just cards that are harder to get than normal just become rare, and then it's terrible. It's absolutely awful.
0: By the way, that was after he spent $200,000 on a box of Pokemon cards.
5: Well there you go. $200,000. Oh, and
0: then oh. he spent $150,000 on a single card. And, right. you know, that's how the value of things gets fucked up. Because someone who has too much money does shit like this. Oh, I got another one. Hold on. on. Hold on. I'm going and to answer this up real quick. This is what a... All of all people no, do. Right? It's just so, I don't even want to
5: so, talk about him. So so real quick, <laughs> let me tell you something else that got ruined for everybody because of something like this. I just want y'all to know that it's getting worse lately with the whole reselling thing. But it's been around for a while. So so here's this thing here. Before Amiibo came out, we had they had this for Pokemon Rumble U. These little capsule things. So they look like a Pokeball. You open them. If I can open this. There we go. And you got like little, little minifigures that like work I'm with like that Pokemon. Cute. It's like super <laughs> tiny. I'm going to try it. That is adorable. It's I adorable. Love it. And these are like the precursors to Amiibo. They would get used with the, the oh. NFC pad or whatever. Yeah. So there was, like 18 of these. You could like collect as many as you want to use them in the Pokemon Rumble U game. And they were like a dollar for one of these things. And they got in boxes. I could only get the first two, a Pikachu and an Eevee, because grown ass men went to store, bought the entire box of the Rumble things, and no one could get shit. So I was like, it'd be cool if I could make the complete this little collection. That wasn't happening. I could literally, I'm surprised I managed to get this and the Eevee. I'm like, it was terrible. It it still makes me mad to this day that I could, that this is such a cool thing I wanted to get into for this game, and I couldn't do it because of that. Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, y'all, kind of, y'all keep talking about Little Timmy, this and that. Fuck them. I'm thinking about the people who generally like collecting this stuff. and that's true. That's First of, of all, why couldn't we both? Why couldn't we worry about because collectors little and
0: Timmy. Little Timmy? Because no, like, fuck Little Timmy. No, fuck Little
1: Timmy. I'm oh not here God. for Little yeah, Timmy. yeah game is I'm always about them fucking kids. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not here for them kids. <laughs> fuck that shit. Um, okay. It's right. like, you know, you have all these people that, like, they've been, like, they've had these collect- Like, they've started these collections since, you know, yeah. since they were kids. And, you know, now they can't even do it because people their age or, you know... I mean, I understand, yeah, this is obviously a very easy way to get a quick buck in, you know, times like this when, you know, COVID's happening, people are down on money, whatever. But, like, I don't know. Like, I have a big-ass binder full of Pokemon cards. and like, what if one day I just decided to go and, you know, start going back to Target or what Because that's where I would go to get my cards. I'd go to Target or Walmart. You know, to get my cards, and you know, I finally was like, "Yeah, you can't get them because you know, people your age are being fucking assholes." Like, mm-hmm. like, okay, to reword what I said at the beginning because I'm playing it over my head, and it's very bad. I mean, you I don't mean said like, it. I mean, I did, and I'm gonna stand by it, but like, I don't necessarily mean like, fuck little to like you know, like fuck kids, you know, like, cause like, and I think it's just. it's something that you know like kelly said too i think it's you know we're grown people like why are we we don't have to act like this like again i understand money's low you're trying to find any easy way to make a shit ton of money you have assholes like you know logan paul who still hasn't been knocked down in the ring because he hasn't fought a real fucking boxer because he's a piece of shit um you know going out and like I, i think people have to realize that you're not them no matter how many horrible things you do by scalping things, you're not going to get to where they are money-wise and just let people enjoy stuff.
3: Yeah. That's the main takeaway of this whole thing, is just let people enjoy what they're passionate about and don't try to ruin it in any way.
1: Because I'm telling you right now, within the next year or two, there's going to come out this vigilante dude. He's going to start hitting you guys in the kneecap with a bat. I'm not saying it's me, but it's going to be me.
0: That's this is the literally the, the game same game. thing you said before the PlayStation Five. You just—is this a thing with you? You're just gonna hit people with bats? Is
1: this—is this, un- is this yes. vigilante
5: gonna be called the anti-scalp? And he's just gonna go after people <laughs> that? Like-
1: I'm not. No, I'm not gonna call myself the ant I'm not gonna call them
2: officially. Uh, right. anti-scalp doesn't <laughs> anti-scalp <because laughs> it <silly. laughs> so sounds like
1: I'm gonna scalp someone's head or something? Right. No, you're
2: anti-scalping. You're anti. Yeah, yeah yep. the anti-scalp. I don't scalp i feel like
1: <laughs> it's like, if you call someone, like, the anti-scalp, like, the scalp is gonna have to be, like, one of their, like, main, like, cards so or something. About, oh it's like, oh my god, the anti-scalp is here. <laughs> like, the dude's missing like, a quarter of his the... scalp. Oh, wow. We'll, we'll what, brainstorm like, that like, like Inglorious Masters? <laughs> just scalped them after yeah. anti-scalp?
5: <laughs> yes. uh,
0: Never seen that movie. Uh, but I haven't seen really a lot of it.
1: very gory. Don't watch it. Um, it's quite gory. Um, <laughs> well, Plenty thank you. I won't,
0: I won't watch it then. Uh, so, I'll kind of a classic,
4: though.
0: Well, I guess yeah. I have to watch people get half scalped? I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's gonna. Uh anyway, out.com has an article that says Uno is releasing a special edition Pride Deck and they're donating fifty thousand dollars. Um uh says Uno has celebrated a game with the ability to transcend age, culture, and language while bringing people together, something we aspire to do at the It Gets Better project. We are thrilled that Machal has chosen to partner with a nonprofit serving a diverse global community of LGBT plus youth for its First ever play with pride deck, and we look forward to continued inclusivity and representation that reflects the world that we live in. Um, so I want to know how you guys feel about companies that do pride shit. That's
5: good in general. I think they should, they should, and this is definitely one of the more (laughs) smarter Uno things the things that Uno has done with like decks because they have you know, Uno's been around forever, they have so many different decks. You want to know what the most, uh but like marginalized thing they've ever done. Uno, they had a waterproof deck, and the commercial that they used with it was literally like two old white men playing Uno cards next to their pool. A kid splashes water on them, and they just kept playing the game. And that was their advertisement for the. For the I mean, practical. Cards, it's practical. <laughs> that is their audience. If if you're yeah, so the the guys like Uno next to a pool. Sure, I guess. I'm glad they enjoyed that deck. I don't. Know. But no, that 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 Uno anecdotic side, this is really good. I do like I do like that they're doing
3: this. (laughs) I get I just hope they follow through with it. And just continue it throughout the year, not just a Pride Month thing, you know. Sure.
5: So cynical. Mm Yeah, please. Yeah, please don't be an ex- monthly exclusive thing. Like, it is, just it is like, yeah, like, limited it's, it's a edition. it's a good time to introduce it, certainly. But like, it know, is limited edition, it. and says so it is
0: a limited edition rainbow color card game that will retail for five ninety nine and can be purchased exclusively at Target.com and Target stores nationwide.
5: Oh, those cards are still mm. staying at Target.
0: Then <laughs> I didn't just say those cards are staying at Target. <laughs> Imagine yeah. if they <laughs> pull all the Uno cards too. No pride for you guys. No, nothing.
2: No Pokemon, no pride. <laughs> like if we go and start fighting over a pride deck, me and Drell are going to be like, uh, no, it's mine.
5: I just I the Uno cards are limited. People can scalp those. They'll be like, oh, shit, the Pokemon cards are oh, gone. Why would you, why would you put that no into cards. the
2: universe? Next week, get got a gold chain on. <laughs> and be like, Uno cards. Who would have thought?
5: Sell them to the Uno oh, and then Make a ton of money back. Hey, hey, Gabe! I'm not saying anything specific, but you know it'd be really cool if that anti-scalp like started appearing soon. I'm, I'm, am just, just saying. I don't know who would do <laughs> you it. You want to be my first
1: target? Is that what you're telling me? Why the fuck would I be your first <laughs> target? I don't because you came up with the idea. You, this was your idea. And, <laughs> Why would I've you never get seen to attack me when I'm at the anyone. target anyway. I've never seen <laughs> anyone talk about scalping Uno cards until today. So, <laughs> All my watches, <laughs> a, You're limited all my edition
3: Uno cards, not just any Uno cards. <laughs> At Target, do you see the correlation
5: here? People go to get their Pokemon card Target. They didn't get the memo that they got taken out. They'll find these limited edition. They're gonna, gonna be like, cards. "I need
0: something limited edition." Yeah,
5: I can't. I, you I, know, you know I got edition, it this morning bro. to scalp some shit. Oh my god! Uh,
0: anyway, I'm very cynical about these things. I actually don't like when companies do this. I think it's. Um, Weird. Performative, um, Yes. a little performative. I, yeah. I, but
5: you know, and that's, so that's what I'm saying. Two
0: thousand dollars is no joke. Just donate the money. Yeah, <laughs> just
5: donate, just just
4: the, donate money. the
0: money. But I guess it's and really I, cool to give people something. I, that's just me personally. I, 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 I think we should support, you know, smaller businesses instead of like big I, like when the guy, guy had Oreos, I was like, why they green
1: like I don't know like what
2: like who's gonna the tackiest thing I've ever heard so, and,
1: yeah. In- In- and saw oh people scalping God, them crazy. though. Oh yeah.
0: Like, this is nasty. Like why are we doing this? Why do y'all first yeah. of all how many of y'all are gonna is. even play Uno anymore? Like, y'all just, yeah, like, I mean, I guess, you know, okay.
5: I, right. I, I, I love Uno. Uno, what the hell? How <laughs> yeah. often, when's the last time y'all played Uno? Last I time mean. I had a family gathering, which is about maybe uh, two months well, ago. Well,
0: it must be so nice to have family gatherings. I don't know what that is. <laughs>
2: I
5: will <laughs> This <just> got
0: so <laughs> depressing. I'm gonna move on. <laughs> I was about to
3: say me either, but I was like,
0: <laughs> oh, "Okay, <laughs> I need <to> get started. <laughs> it's okay." You know, like, what are these family gatherings you speak of? And we play Uno
2: together. I would love oh, to. There I would you go. Love oh my to gosh! Growling. I'll give but it yes. to
1: everybody on Steam. There is online Uno. It's
2: on Steam.
1: Yeah. What's my
5: firepay?
0: I take it all back. Buy me a Pride set.
2: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I take back season. everything I said. Buy me a
0: pack. Okay.
2: <laughs> it's $6. I'll buy one for every.
4: Yay! Look at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm such a piece
2: of
5: shit. I'm like, it's so performative, but buy me one! Give me one. <laughs> if it wasn't a limited thing, I would say it wasn't performative, because like if that was just a performative edition, that'd be a nice gesture. Yeah, that you could but buy it. Uh, yeah. well, if it's limited, then hell yeah, it's performative, and that sucks.
0: <laughs> you know what doesn't suck? What doesn't suck, Daryl? Um, Xbox Ew. Party Chat gets text-to-speech and speech-to-text accessibility push-up, op- uh, what? Accessibility options. Wow. I read that wrong. Uh, from Eurogamer Eurogamer.net, sorry, um, by Matt Wales. He goes on to talk about exactly what I said. Uh, they're also generally useful for, uh, detecting microphone problems or dis- or distinguishing game audio from people in the party talking and this is uh just about accessibility i just wanted to bring it up because i thought it was a really really great option being able to get text to speech and speech speech to text as an accessibility option for xbox and i still think that xbox is i believe like the leading platform for accessibility in gaming currently um and I think a lot of companies can pay attention to that because that's a big deal. Like uh speech mm-hmm. to text when you or like text to speech uh for someone who uh for whatever reason might not be able to easily or at all, you know, um get their point across in a party chat or be able to type out something. That's it's something so small, like that we use mm-hmm. all the time on our smart devices, that has such a huge impact. So I definitely wanted to uh shout out Xbox for that. Um speaking of things that are not performative, because that's not that's good Yeah. Shit. Also, I think Kelly, you were saying the cards were ugly. Was is that what you're saying? They look bad.
2: They're kind of ugly. I feel
0: like they're yeah. kind of tacky. Like they have the the, the heart. Look a little corner. tacky. Like, mm-hmm. uh, not really feeling it. Um, uh, but you know, go gaze, I guess I don't
2: know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be It's like there's rainbow on the background, but the other yeah. stuff is just like, four colors. Which they were already like in four colors, four colors. so. yeah, yeah. They were already multicolored, so I don't know how it's, like, necessarily Pride, except for the rainbow in the background, but... Mm-hmm.
0: I'll just get it. I mean? know was Pride all along. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just get one of my boyfriends okay. to buy me a set. Just yeah, to- yeah, seriously. I can, I don't like you be looking at some sets,
2: alright? Yeah! yeah.
0: Kidding. I don't have any That was a joke.
4: <laughs> don't oh. cover me. Uh,
0: that was joking! <laughs> don't cover me! I was joking! <laughs> Why would you say names on this podcast game? I didn't say anything. All right. Anyway, yes. Anyway, I didn't so, hear a name. I, Great, because I didn't hear exactly. anything. Anyway, uh, so does you anyone watch Valkyrie again? on Twitch? No. No. no? Okay. Valkyrie. No. Um, Valkyrie. Okay. Well. I'll I'll move on. But um <laughs> she was labeled a bikini streamer um igniting rage from her fan bases over at GfinityEsports.com by George Aguilar. Uh and and I thought it was really interesting because uh, have you guys seen and I think we talked about this before with Kelly, but have you guys seen um the Twitch streamers that are uh, streaming in their bathing suits currently? These really uh-
2: Women. Yes. I saw see, like
5: yeah, an ima- I saw like about, an yeah. image of like um a streamer who's in a- who's in bikini like doing fortune telling. That was making the rounds like a few weeks ago. But that's about it.
2: Some mm-hmm. streams the- are really in right now and they're wearing bikinis that don't cover all the naughty bits. Let me tell no. you
5: something
0: if somebody wanted to watch uh, Twi- me oh. sit in a bikini <laughs> telling fortunes on twitch and pay me there is not anything anyone could do to stop me i would 100% <laughs> <laughs> well, the market is like hot
4: i need to get it now money.
3: i need to get you it know, right now so it's like like more power out. to you if you're making money off of it like go for it okay Whatever. yeah that was
0: my question how do you guys feel yeah. about this being on like the front page of twitch
3: if you're comfortable
2: and happy with what you're doing, then yeah. I don't know if it front should be page. on the front page.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe not on the front page, but yeah, y'all yeah, don't want it,
5: me on the front page and nothing oh. at all. <laughs> Absolutely not. <In> nothing. <laughs> well, well, I can't
2: say it's we <laughs> kind of talked about this before hey, because, Twitch, fan, like, Twitch has like guidelines. They're supposed to have like okay. it was okay. I thought the guideline was no underboob, no butt cheek. That was what I thought. Like, no, uh, none of the crescent of that. You know. Oh uh, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> no underboobs, no butt cheeks. The other yeah. day, there was literally pictures of people doing hot tub streams with both.
4: Mm-hmm. Just bending
2: happened. over in front of a camera or having your underboob out. You know the whole thing with the bathing suits now. It's like it cuts yeah. off. Like I don't want my under titty hanging out. It's not comfortable. Yeah, it's not for comfort. It's, it's true. It's true, yeah. money. Um, Smart. which I have no problem with people doing this, but I thought that there yeah. were rules. Like people that do body paint like on like Twitch, remember um, that? They
0: weren't allowed to do they, that. Yeah,
2: they get like banned all the time and everything and then like you're allowed to do this and nothing happens. Like I I just wish that they were like had the same rules for everyone. Yeah. Um See, I don't like, use
3: Twitch often, so I didn't know it was
2: all on the front page or doing anything oh, like I
3: that. I but, think it
0: was. You know. So oh. my knowledge of it being on the front page is from Bukash, who logged in, and it was on his front page. I don't know if it was on okay. the actual front page of Twitch. I don't yeah, think Bikashi. it was.
1: Yeah, yeah like, that's
2: That's what's funny, because people were like, yeah. they, people that were saying, oh, it was on the front page or whatever, like, other people were like... That's what is curated for you because that's what you're <laughs> that be watching. Guess. Like yeah. back like this is firing back at you, dude. Come on. <laughs> you
1: know? like when I open up Twitch, yeah. I get Mario speedruns, Dark Souls speedruns. I don't get Yeah, like horror Pop-bub. games.
3: <clears throat> anyway, okay, so so, so it's tailored then. So it right. is usually curated
2: and Yeah. The page is that. what Twitch puts on there. The front yeah. actual first thing is what like, Twitch is, like, has on their front page.
0: that's not curated. That is by Twitch.
2: Your recommended channels will be stuff that you've watched similarly.
0: Oh, Twitch. Always fuck up. Twitch. But, to to be fair, I don't think this is a fuck up. I agree with Hannah. Do what you want, you know? But I also agree with Kelly in that uh there and that's a part of the reason I brought this up because I do feel like mm-hmm. uh rules on Twitch are very selective of the person who is breaking back those
4: rules. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh and it does not necessarily um go across the platform and that's kind of unfair. But I'm not trying to stop nobody. Girl, if you get paid reading fortunes in a bikini, do you? I wish that I could do it. H- have me on your stream. <laughs> Let's work something out if they want some of that. Wait. I don't care. I'm already half ready
2: Tarot cards. Oh my let's God, go. Kelly! What are we doing?
3: <laughs> what are we waiting for? And the podcast is Okay, let's go. This is
4: the
0: perfect I'm time. <laughs> I
4: love
0: it. Uh, anyway, so something else that happened over Twitch, was going to be the last topic for tonight, and then I'm just telling everybody what they missed out on because there was a lot to talk about, and it's getting a little bit late. Um, and so this one's a a little bit of uh, controversy, but I do want you guys' opinion on it. So, Elf Cosmetics. I have worked mm. with Elf Cosmetics before. <laughs> Kelly, are you okay? Yeah. Totally okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, So I've worked at a company that has partnered with Elf Cosmetics before. I'm a okay. little uh a little knowledgeable on um elf cosmetics, but not too much. Uh Elf decided that they were going to join the uh Twitter space. And they have a new program called Elf You, which is them partnering with female gamers on Twitch to uh curate um uh uh makeup for <laughs> Oh my god. Sorry, my cat just, like, scratched me. Apologies. Uh, to curate makeup for uh, the female gamer demographic. All sounds like a really good idea. I'm going to uh, essentially summarize a little bit of this and then read some tweets from it. And then you guys give me your opinions on this hot-ass mess. Oops. You know how I feel about it. Um, <laughs> So Twitch, uh, uh, Elf partnered with a few female gamers for Twitch. But the first thing that they did was they sent out a tweet that said... Please, um, they asked for, yeah, it says, and I quote, Looking double threats, who are your favorite beauty influencers who game? That was the tweet. Um, and the tweet underneath it with the most interactions with 1,043 likes, 61 retweets, and 58 comments was from a Twitch streamer named Confetti.
2: Milady or- Confetti.
0: Uh, yes, that is her. Her Twitch name is Milady Confetti. Um, she is a dark skinned black woman who does cosplay and does makeup. Um, she, like I said, she had the most amount of um, interactions for this tweet with a thousand. The second place, I believe, was. Um, I don't know. Uh, Dajari is her Twitch or, or her Twitter name at um, 163 likes. So that is a lot of uh, uh a, lot of a, a huge difference uh, 1063 to 163 that that is uh, a lot of interaction that this tweet got from um Elf Cosmetics so what ended up happening was uh they they uh, Elf did this whole thing about yeah we're going to come out with this they had a commercial and they were talking about uh a little bit about okay. diversity in their commercial for uh the stream and then they did this and this dark Skin black woman was getting the most traction for Elf on their Twitch... Uh, or, or, excuse me, their Twitter. On their Twitter. And then they they started sending some PR press kits to certain, um, certain streamers. And uh, none of those streamers were either men or trans or uh, black women. So people got a little concerned. And then Twitch decided that they were going to have their um, uh, Twitch... Elf, you presentation. And during this presentation, the three people that were a part of it that I saw personally watching the stream, they were all three white women um, that were a part of this uh, elf stream. And two of them were talking about how it's really hard for them to find makeup in uh, shades that work for them. And Kelly, <laughs> your face. Uh, oh when they were God. talking about makeup, it seemed as if they didn't really know anything about makeup when they were talking about the makeup. So it was a little weird. Um, and then the third person, her name is Fasby on Twitter. Um, Elf retweeted her and she said, the Elf Cosmetics Twitch channel launch event is happening right now. Come join the fun, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, She was, uh, there was some comments made during her version of uh, the, the, um, the Twitch presentation about how there was no uh, diversity or representation in this Elf Twitch uh, presentation. And what she did during this conversation was she went on to her computer and she pulled up the Twitter account of a person who said that there was no diversity at the event. And she said, this is stupid. And she said that there was diversity at the event because the DJs were of other diversities at the event. And she also said that it is, what how can you say that there's no diversity because there are no black women included those are not direct quotes but that's what she said so after this came out, I was like I, as i as i watched this i was like i don't think she knows what diversity means i don't think she does because either. like to say that there's no diversity because there's no black women like what do you think the word diversity means like i i was very confused and then mm-hmm. for her to also say that the DJs were of other diversities. First of all, that's not how that word works. Um, but yeah. secondly, uh, the DJs were not a part of this event. The DJs were not sent PR uh press kits of Elf Cosmetics. They were not sent to represent Elf on Twitch. They were not a part of this. So to try to include the DJs of other diversities is just bullshit. Um So she went on to say, uh after she got called out for putting people on blast for this she went on to say and i quote i don't want to be scared to learn and grow but you're villainizing the wrong person please stop the blind hate and get to know me under normal circumstances what you aren't seeing in clips are the times i reinforce the validity of the feelings being shared and showed compassion i'm sorry for anyone who has been affected i strive to be one who is open to discussion inclusive and welcoming one thing I've learned from this as a new influencer is that I should feel confident to have more impact and discussions on things that I'm being invited to, and I want to do better. That was her, I guess, apology. I didn't, I didn't see a, an actual apology, whatever. That was her apology. Uh, and then Elf went and untweeted their retweet of her participating in the event.
3: And then Elf finally
0: commented after days, this happened like three days ago. Elf finally commented today after days of this happening And their response, which I will read to you guys right now, was, hold on
4: one second.
0: They said, we are at the beginning of our Twitch journey, preparing for many hours of streaming to share with you that will represent a diverse community of gamers and creators. We started ElfU to uplift all gamers and to empower women content creators and their allies. We are excited to show you the talent that we have planned and we are even more excited to be expanding our community as we look for more gaming and makeup creators to join us. To best deliver engaging content, we will continue to seek your feedback and welcome your ideas. Now, what I want to talk to you guys about is not not that whole, I not the whole situation because I think we, and I, I'm going to put words in you guys' mouth, but I think we can all agree that this was a bad look for Elf. Uh, I think that um, if you're going to have people represent your brand, you should probably have some PR training for them so that when people ask them about makeup, they can actually talk about makeup because that's what they're talking about on your Twitch makeup channel. Um, you should also have, uh, PR conversations with them and preparation with them about diversity. If you're going to talk about your event being, um, something that includes diversity, the people that are representing you should also be able to speak about diversity, not say things like, black women not included, how is that diversity? And also not say that the TJs were also of other diversities, so what are you talking about? That whole thing was just a mess. Um, does mm-hmm. any, well, actually, I'll ask first. Does anyone want to actually comment on any of that before I ask my actual question?
1: Um, nah, really I'm quick. Sorry, no. because I started laughing at one point, because I was thinking when she said the DJs were of other diversities, I, I, I think, <laughs> I'm not trying to defend or anything, but I think that was one of those moments where she thought she was using a word that makes her sound smarter, because I've been there before. I, I was trying to write an essay before, Um and what? I, I, because I, this is where it was, and I'm writing the essay, whatever, and I, I used the word that I thought, one, was real, and two, made me sound smart. <laughs>
0: you thought was real? Was the, the word, word not yeah.
1: real? No, the word was moralities. That's not a real word. Morality oh, is is a plural. Is, it can be used plural. as plural. So I, I wrote the essay, whatever. I'm like, yeah, I sound super smart. Um, my teacher calls me because she's she's doing one by one reviews of the essay. And she goes, she goes, Gabriel, I love your essay, but what happened at the beginning? I'm like, what are you talking about, Miss Howell? She goes, what were you trying to say when you said morality? moralities? I'm like, it's right there in the sentence. That's a real <laughs> word. And she's like, no, it's not. I'm like, it 100% is. And and then we both pulled our phones and looked it up, and I was like, well, goddamn, I'm dumb. <laughs> um, so that's why that's why I was laughing, because I'm like, I, I keep playing back, the DJs are over different diversities. Like, I feel like she generally thought she was she hitting said, a point there. Yeah, I feel like she was hitting a point there. I just want to clear up, because It kind of looked bad. I was laughing, like, all this serious stuff is happening. Um, I'm over here cracking up because I'm thinking of that.
0: But I think that just goes back to my other point, which is you should probably have some type of PR training for people that are going to be a part of your event. Like, Especially if you're going to claim that your event is diverse. The last thing you need to do is put somebody up there who says something like that. (laughs) But also, to that point, if you are trying to be smart and trying to defend Elf, uh, if someone is complaining about it, you should probably stop and take a second and think about why they're having these complaints before you try to defend it and call it stupid. And also what you shouldn't do as a streamer in general on a big platform is if calling people out and then showing um your followers the tweet or the Twitter account of the person that you're calling out can be really dangerous. Like... If if I had, you know, thousands of followers and I'm like, wow, look at this dumbass, guys. Like, they're such a piece of shit. um I don't know how many of my followers might go to that person and be like, hey, Jarrell said you're a piece of shit. Like, like I think you're shit, too. And, like, just go in their DMs and call him shit, right? Like, you have to be responsible for what you're doing. And not only is this happening, but she's representing Elf Cosmetics as a company at that point. So what does that mean for Elf Cosmetics? Like, what does that mean for me as a consumer for Elf Cosmetics, right? Also, uh, you talk about diversity, you know, men use makeup. No dudes Mm -hmm. were sent PR kits. No dudes were invited. Uh, You know, you've got people uh, in drag, you have trans people, and yet um, the people who were sent the PR kits are, once again, no offense, I love you guys but they are white women once again Mm -hmm. you know the same demographic and we talked about last week we talked about uh white women being a safe demographic uh and that's why when people want diversity they go for uh white women um so i think elf whatever so my actual question for you guys is do you think that there is anything that elf can do to recover from this one and two uh do you think companies will ever learn because this is not the first company to do this (sighs)
5: No companies will never learn. No, <laughs> so the same thing. Yeah. So, so, some companies mm-hmm. will look at these PR disasters and maybe not make the PR disasters. But if we're talking about companies plural in general, no, mm-hmm. this is not this, this this kind of bad PR is is never going to go away completely. And you know, the only good things about these disasters is that other companies can look at these disasters and say, "Let's not do that." But they had. Then, so,
0: but that's what I'm saying. Like we've seen this happen on Twitch multiple times. Oh so sure. Why is it that it happened oh, I guess. Sure. Like, because so they didn't learn.
5: Research. I ain't saying that just because the information is out there people are going to read it if you get my meaning with that. Like people like people will make like like you know that what they say those who don't learn history are doomed to repeat it. Yeah, if you don't look at what's going on and just forge out ahead on your path and of course you're going to make the same mistakes. It's just it's just the natural part of it. Uh, but you would hope that you know the smart ones like would look at like you know, these famous disasters and learn from it. Um, to the question of whether they can like, recover from it, man, that's an uphill battle if I ever did see one. I don't think it's impossible, but man, oh man, this was just, this was, whew,
2: whew. I don't okay. think that they can recover because I follow a lot of these people on Twitter that were speaking out and speaking um, apo- like on milady confetti's behalf because they engaged with her tweet they were saying like her tweet had the most engagement and a lot of them are now saying well if anybody partners with elf like they're on they're on the shit list you know they're blacklisted um so like now no one's gonna partner with them so what they did was effectively shut the door on a lot of partnerships and anybody that kind of like wants to do it is going to be seen as like a traitor now because of what Elf did, so they really just kind of fucked themselves way more by not including a diverse cast, just because like I don't know, like using the safe option just really fucked them up, but they did it as a risk, like, mitigation like they thought it would be less risky but in reality now it's just turned so many people off, it was way more of a risky move um, but who, who does three people? I like, was like, "This
0: is so strange," but because like, I saw one one with like um the like the two girls that were a part of it, and then hers was separate. And I was like, oh, "Like, how does this work?" I don't. I think the whole thing was just planned. Really, I I honestly think that Elf was just like, "We want to get gamer girls to buy shit," and they didn't do any type of research. They just contacted like the the highest rated white girls the, they could find the, and said them, and yeah. put them on camera.
2: Yeah. I guess. They couldn't even get, like, anybody that anyone knows. Like, I don't even know any of these people. I didn't even know any of them. And I'm, like, on Twitch all the time. Like, I know yeah. some of the more popular people. And, like, there's, like, like you said, there's a ton of drag on Twitch as well. Like, a lot of yeah. people do that. Actually, dude, fucking, uh, Fifi O'Hara is on Twitch! There you go. Um, she doesn't really do go. the drag looks anymore. She does, like, cosplay and stuff, but, like, I
0: mean, I don't don't remember
2: his name, but he's, yeah, but he's like on Twitch. Like, he's like a streamer now. He was like literally on RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, come the fuck on. And (laughs) on All Stars? Am I? Okay, anyway, sorry. (laughs) i don't about to end it there. I
3: mean, you could just tell they put no
2: effort into actually putting this whole thing together. It was
3: very surface level.
2: Mm hmm. And I, like I said, I didn't even know the people, and that's that's fine, I guess. I just I didn't even know about honestly. I didn't even know about the elf thing until the backlash. I only saw the backlash, and then I was like, oh shit, something must have happened with elf. And then I follow a lot of people who follow all these other streamers and whatever, and they're all now see what they, what elf did was really they shut the door on themselves and opened yep. it for everyone else, like Fenty Beauty, every. Yep creator now wants to work with them they're like you know what fuck elf fenty if you want a partner i'm here colourpop if you want a partner i'm here all these people they're like literally like like blacklisting elf from gaming totally now and like mm-hmm. every other brand is like if you're ready to get into gaming i'm here to be like your person that i'm gonna do it for like it's insane how bad it blew up in their face really and yeah. mean, they did it to themselves yeah I mean. yeah
0: I can't say that they don't deserve it at this point because you know, just like mm-hmm. Hannah said, this was the least planned out, the most yeah. like ghetto ass presentation. I'm sorry, like I, I was like, mm. what is this? Like y'all just threw this shit together last minute, threw yeah. some some makeup and some white girls, and threw them on of camera, um, and, and then like when you make comments, like. And I I don't think that they make them on purpose, but I really feel like it comes off as kind of, you know, in your own bubble and very ignorant when you say things like, uh, and you are a white woman saying, I can't find my shade. Like, bitch like 50 shades are yours like uh, you go into a fucking like thing and and everything that you see is probably some type of shade that you can you know you can um work with and once again not but like and i understand that it's hard to i'm not saying that it's not hard to find a shade of makeup that works for you that's not what i'm saying but what i am saying is when you are touting diversity and you're going to be talking about makeup for a brand that you're representing um you have to be conscious of the the world that you're in
3: that's exactly and it. Yeah. That's
0: why, that's why, you know, Fenty Beauty is so popular because it is about mm-hmm. diversity. It is for everyone. If Elf wants to be for everyone, then make it for everyone. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you're talking about your journey about finding makeup, like it, it's very different to say, yeah, it took me a while to find the right shade, but, uh, wor- working with Elf, I was able to, you know, find the shade that I need. And the best part is not only me, but everyone is because it's so inclusive. I have male friends that are able to go in and find, um, makeup okay and help that you know it's like i can fucking do it put me on camera like come on like this is like it's not even that hard but the fact that you Mm -hmm. have these women that that are just so out of like the 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 sphere of uh knowledge and understanding like i I just
4: Mm -hmm.
0: i just don't fucking get it so anyway kelly you said that they can't come back from this right and oh, and that, that, my other thing, I'm sorry. The other thing that upset me is that you, you, you ask for people, right? Like you ask for streamers. The only reason that you're getting engagement is because of Milady Confetti, right? Like a thousand, mm-hmm. you have more likes and retweets on her tweet in response to your tweet than you do on your actual fucking tweet. So, but why, my question is, why ask? Why do this if there's no payout from that? Like, what was the point of asking for what people want to see if you were not going to connect what people want to see with what you're showing? Like, what's the purpose of that? But anyway, sorry, Kelly, yes. You you, you think there's no coming back? I think,
2: like, I, I don't think that they couldn't come back from a PR nightmare, you know? I, I don't think that. I think it's, like, who they've got turned against. Like, I don't necessarily... like. I don't know, like, I feel like you could probably come back from this as, like, just, like, a PR, like, uh, uh, boo-boo, but, like, now they've just made it to where people are so mad that they just want to, would rather just work with anyone else. And I think that they were, like, one of the first to kind of do this, which there was Gamer Glam, um, I haven't tried their products, but, like, they were, like, one of the first, like, major gaming companies or major makeup companies to, like, kind of want to, like, get in on this craze, and they were, like, the first, and they just... Like <laughs> when they fucked it up is like so bad. Like they're like, we're gonna get into gaming. We're like the first one saying this, and then like, oh, we fucked up. But now everyone is seeing this and being like, oh shit, we could just totally get into gaming right now. To like they like, I don't know. They like just monumentally <laughs> fuck themselves. Like it really is crazy. It was just like a perfect storm mm-hmm. of things, and now I don't feel like there's a recovery. I feel like there might have been, you know, in the beginning, they didn't but even apologize. Yeah. yeah
0: like they they didn't apologize. they said we're new, and we're looking for more people, and we're working on it. They didn't apologize for what she said, and you have to take responsibility for the people that you put on camera in front of you representing the yes. brand, yeah, and all they did was mm-hmm. undo the retweet of her being a part of it, like the retweet is still there on her page, like you can still go to her page and see that it's there, so like you guys didn't apologize. she did some half ass apology, like. And yeah. like no, no one's probably talked to her since this. Like she, nothing is gonna happen to her. And th- if you read some of the comments, they're just like the most like racist, ridiculous nonsense. Because anytime that someone does something wrong, people are just gonna be like, "No, no, you're you're totally fine. You're not the problem. It's everyone else." And so people are telling her that, and it, you know, and I don't, I don't wish for anyone to go be negative to her. Like I don't think anyone should yeah. go and you know throw vitriol her way. But I also think that you should. I don't know. I I guess if I'm representing a brand, I'm going to step back and, you know, think and learn and listen before I'm like, no, this is so stupid. Everybody's stupid. There's black lady. Oh,
2: wait, there's mm -hmm. not. But the DJs. I feel like what happens whenever you're a part of something like this, like I've never been given an opportunity like this, but let's say I was in this person's shoes. I get this opportunity. I'm very excited. Um, And then people come at me and they're just being negative and stuff. I might lash out with hate. Obviously, you shouldn't ever be saying racist stuff, but I feel like the people that got involved with this, they were, like, excited to be part of this. And then people were, like, mad at them about Elf not having a diverse cast of people. Obviously, the way they reacted was crazy. Um, But, like, they weren't in charge of the casting. They were just part of it. They just got an opportunity to be part of something. They said yes, and they did it. Like, Elf is really to blame, so I hate that this person was blamed. Obviously, we see, you know, That she kind of, like, spun out of control. She had no idea how to handle the situation. But, like, the company is the blame here. Like, they picked the people that they picked. And you got to be part of it, so you want to be excited. But then, now, like, it's just totally blown up in your face. Now you have a totally negative image. Not just for Elf. Like, fuck them. Like, even on your Twitch and stuff, like, people are going to think that you're some kind of terrible person now. Like, I mean, you kind of are... But okay. I'm just saying that it's, like, you're not expecting this to happen. You're like, oh my god, elf, I'm I'm doing this. like, And then it's just like, okay, my dreams have turned to literal trash now. And it's over, and what else but lash out? I mean, there's nothing left. Like, the ashes of your dreams of an elf partnership are, like, in your... Falling through your fingers. Like, I don't, um...
4: Yeah.
2: I don't know. I don't know how I would react in this situation. I'd probably be, like really pissed off but i don't think that you would just be like i don't say that i would say there were other diversities because that makes no sense at all it doesn't yeah i think i I think the biggest
0: problem with what she did was to call the to say that that's stupid like if someone's saying there's no diversity the Mm -hmm. first thing out of your mouth should not be that stupid but what do you mean are you saying that because there's no black women that doesn't make any sense like what because now like i can Mm. so i can be empathetic right i can understand i can completely understand what you're saying like you're being attacked on stream but the things that you are saying allow me to understand what you think about diversity and it is not okay and that's why you're to blame for this i elf it i completely agree with you elf is to blame for the casting you know they did this they are in the wrong but I don't think that, and I, Kelly, you know, I've talked to you for how many episodes now, like we are, we are friends. I do not think that if this happened to you, the first thing you would say is, you know, um, are you saying there's no diversity because there's no black women? Like, you know, better than that.
2: Yeah, that is a very yeah. pointed statement. Like, like it yeah. is very like a pointed, pointed, very specific thing to say. It's very you know,
0: specific. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if you don't know better than that,
2: then Which I means don't a think should. Is- Mm -hmm. you know anyways yeah yeah. what'd you say which means that she noticed it Uh, uh,
3: that's the other thing yeah that's the thing yeah like she was aware of it
2: yeah like
0: and so what I want to what I want to now ask you, um, Kelly and Hannah, as my lovely white women um, connoisseurs here.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <if> Y'all <you,
2: laughs> I, right,
0: I are my insides, you know, I don't okay. I don't understand. You're going to have I, to help me out here.
2: Uh, right. So, getting internal. OK, <laughs> yeah,
0: got it. If you are invited to, let's say let's say this didn't happen, right? And you're invited to Elf Cosmetics as streamers. Uh, video game Elf, you, you're part of this. You're super excited. You get sent PR kits. Do you think that it is your responsibility to um, try to figure out who all is going to be a part of this and like what you're going to be doing with it? Or do you just accept it and do what they say?
3: You should vocalize it and at least bring it up and just say, this feels kind of odd and weird and you know, it isn't a diverse group of people. We are all white. Like, being able to at least vocalize it with them and say it, because what's the worst they're going to do? Just say, bye, go away. Then that's their deal. But at least stand up and say something.
0: So you do think it is your responsibility to find out who is a part of this group and if it's not diverse to speak up?
3: Yeah, I think so. What about you, Kyle? But I do think Elf plays a large part in that as well. Mm-hmm. You know? But certainly bringing attention to the situation is a key part.
2: I just feel like it was some unknown brand. I would be like, mm-hmm. "All right, who are all going to be there?" You know? But yeah. it was Elf. Like I f- having 3 people for 1 is like such a small number of people to select. Yeah. And then like I would I f- I feel like I might even like assume like, "Okay, there's going to be like 20 people involved in this." Like you're trying to break into a space and you're hiring 3 people? Like yeah. I don't I'm so you- like I don't even know what I would think, and it's Elf, like, it's a brand that everyone knows, like, I buy their blush, it's wonderful, I probably won't now, but (laughs) whatever. I I I just like.
3: there's just a lot of questionable aspects to, I think, the whole stream setup in general, that I'm shocked no one really did ask any questions, like the fact that there is only three people or anything like that, I mean, there's just a lot of layers to it that are really bizarre.
2: Yeah, I feel companies. like I would so just would assume, assume that,
3: that they would have more people. That
2: they would have more people and they would, have people so and you- it would, yeah, I don't, I mean, I, I guess, I don't know, I haven't been offered that opportunity. And to be honest, I'm being really like candid here. Like people on Twitch, especially like not large streamers, like they're really desperate. Like I'm one of them. I suck, you know? So like they're really wanting partnerships. They're really wanting this. Like this would be a dream come true for people. Like, I think that we're taking that and we're kind of, like, discounting it. Like, to turn down an opportunity with Elf would be almost crazy. And I think that's probably what these people thought. Like, because mm-hmm. clearly she noticed that there were no black women. She was like, what? There's no black women? Like, yeah. she noticed there was a thing. And I think that she was, like, so desperate to make this Twitch stream I don't even know what her metrics are, whatever. But, like, even if she's pretty successful on Twitch, like, you think that this is, might even, like, skyrocket you. Like, it's such a huge opportunity. I I think that, like, that would be such a big part of it. And you would think that there would be more people involved. I don't know what I would do in this yeah. situation because I want to make money to play video games. Like, yeah. And, like, wear super popular makeup. I, I don't, like, it's just just this weird crazy scenario that I don't know why it happened this way and I don't know how I'd react in this situation I would hope that I would speak out for diversity and Mm -hmm. I think that I believe there should have been but at the same time like I really just don't know what they were thinking Yeah. and would you turn down an opportunity this huge like I would just not ask any questions like okay sure yeah like would I I don't know mm-hmm. it's like yeah. it's kind of our decision I don't know and I don't want to like lie and say like I do the right thing I, I tell like I like funny <laughs> what I don't, I don't know
3: that's an important piece to bring up right because I like I don't stream but you make a really valid point where if people are desperate to do it then what does your mindset become after that you know like what do you do in that situation when you are just desperate to make money
0: I don't know I like I completely get what you're saying but i do feel like and this is just me but i feel like if y'all are telling me that i'm gonna be on stream for y'all i kind of want to know what's gonna happen on this stream like yeah. i need to know what we're gonna be talking about especially if uh, and obviously i don't know what they did but if they are like hey daryl you want to be a part of this elf shit i'm be like yeah sure um and then they're like okay the stream is this day you're just gonna go on and you know stream and be cool and just talk about makeup first thing i'm gonna yeah. say is what the fuck i'm supposed to say about makeup? Like what, what do you want me to say? Give me some analytics. Give me some internals. Like what's happening? How is this stream going to happen? Am I just going to be playing with myself? Am I not well? Not playing by myself, or am I going to be playing <laughs> with someone else? Um, <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs>
4: like exactly.
0: <laughs> like, you know, like, I feel like me as a person, I, and that is obviously me having a little bit of experience with, you know, these types of situations, right? Like, if we're planning, a, we're planning our Among Us tournament, right? I've already told Brandon, like, let's, let's practice this. Let's try this out. Let's make sure it works before we do it, because that's just the type of person that I am. So I want to make yeah. sure that before I hop on camera for somebody, I know what I'm talking about. If I'm going to, you know, get, and, and, Obviously, once again, this is me, but I've had uh, you know opportunities to work with people before that I've been connected with that I have turned down because for me, it's like, yeah, that could be a lot of money. That could be a lot of good things for me, but... I don't like that person. Like, I don't like how that person is. I know that that person has done this. I know that that person has done that. Thank you for the opportunity, but it's not for me. But also I have the hindsight to know that already. So I can completely understand going into the situation with elf and being like, well, I just assume it's elf. Like, of course they're going to have a nice setup. Of course they're going to have diversity. Of course they're going to have a set that I'm going to just be a part of. Like, I shouldn't have to ask all these questions. Um, but for me, personally, I probably would anyway, just because I want to be prepared to know what the fuck's going on. Um, That's so- the
3: kind of person I am, too. I very much like all the details ahead yeah. of time of kind of knowing what's going on, what's happening, who else will be there, that kind of a thing. I like to know. I like to know the little specifics.
0: Yeah, because you can't just tell me, me on stream and be like, what a place to Yeah. like, do I put makeup on during the stream?
3: like
2: that's the thing though if you're like a streamer and they're telling you like they've maybe checked out their content they're like just do your thing like maybe they were just supposed to do like what they always do like but i i just don't know these people so i don't know if they like do they do get ready with me streams that's a thing like where people put on their makeup before the stream
0: well, I know the first stream had, like, a mod, I guess she was from Elf, and they were talking about makeup. So it was, like, three women sitting there, the Elf mod, and the two white women talking about makeup, and that's how they got into the conversation of, like, oh, I can't find, like, anything. So, like, there had to, I'm assuming, be some conversations behind the scenes, like, this is the moderator, this is what we're going to talk about. And still then it's I'm I'm not giving, you know, Elf an out. I do still think that this is Elf's fault because then, like I mentioned, you have some type of PR training with these people if you're gonna have them represent your band, brand. Like we should probably tell them this the analysts and specifics of the makeup, like, do you use elf products? If not, hey, these are good brands that might work for you. Here's a press kit of, you know, try these out before the stream, uh, et cetera. So it just seems like yeah, elf is to blame and it was all just kind of really messy and ghetto for the nonsense that happened.
3: I, I mean, know. it all goes back to the fact that it was just so poorly planned. Mm-hmm.
0: And you can and tell. It just,
4: like,
3: yeah, it's very thinly to layered right too. It doesn't feel really genuine, I guess, in what it wanted to accomplish. So it was just very a very surface level thing.
0: But also, I completely understand, Kelly. Like, if there was some like black people company that was like, Drew, oh, we want to work with you, I'd like, all right, let's go. <laughs> we'll i do research. Who knows? I don't know, guys. Um,
2: they're just up there just, being like, yeah. fuck white people and be like, ooh, yeah. wait, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, guys. What's going on? Ha- How big is the check? Oh, uh. Might <laughs> yeah. have to say, fuck white people. Who knows? I don't know. I don't
0: know what's going on. Uh, yeah. I'm just kidding.
2: I'm just
4: kidding.
2: Yeah, no. If I knew there was not going to be any diversity and stuff, I probably wouldn't choose to go down that path. Maybe I would say something. Maybe I wouldn't partner with them. It's yeah. just like, I feel like people really want these opportunities and you've been given kind of like, a really big opportunity to work Elf and it, I don't know, I mm-hmm. it really it's sucks complex. yeah, it's it's yeah. a little, there's a lot of layers, I guess just because I do stream on Twitch and I do like makeup and I am a gamer girl and stuff I mean, I guess, not only girls wear makeup, so it doesn't really matter, but like mm-hmm. I fit into that little, like, niche of people that they were trying to market to it, yeah. so well, well, they are taking I'm like,
0: applications there's a contest right now like I can't, I'll million. be,
2: yeah now I'll be <laughs> blacklisted. I hey, also no one watches my streams anyways. I don't know. You all know, no one watches press. me.
0: You they just hate watch me. Racists. That'd be fine. <laughs> and they might pay you.
2: Realistically, a part of my follower base could be now. I don't know <laughs> them. You like have no who knows? <laughs> idea. Like they just watch me play Resident Evil or other bullshit. Like they don't say a lot, so I don't know. They're not. <laughs> who
4: knows? They could be racist right now. Um, <laughs>
0: Speaking of males that wear makeup, Brandon and Gabe, I will open this conversation up for you guys if there's anything that you'd like to say or comment on the situation.
5: Um I, I don't
1: <laughs> No, y'all said everything. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's a very long segment, but I feel like it was. It's kind of like the biggest thing on streamer Twitter right now, so I feel like it was something that we needed to talk about. So. Yeah,
0: which is yeah, also comfort. why I love this podcast mm-hmm. because I love that we not only get to talk about gaming news, but we also get to talk about what's happening in the gaming sphere. And not a lot of the podcasts tea. do that. Yeah, yeah, you know, give me the fucking mm-hmm. tea Tell me, tell me mm-hmm. why you guys were offended by this bitch? Because I was.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and you might not have been. I don't know. You know, you could all just be lying. It could be
2: a huge race. Well, I didn't see I any of it. I only saw like the streamers that were complaining. And, oh my god. You know what I mean? See, like,
0: the, for anyone listening, I send clips.
1: They don't watch them. I'm
2: sorry. I <laughs>
1: All right. But hold on. For, in our defense, he sends, clip in the, clip. he sends clips in the middle of the work day. When That's all because working. I don't like
0: working while I'm at work. So I look for other things to do while I'm at work. I'm just kidding. Right? When anyone my job, this. I totally yeah. do work. This job I work this. all the time. I'm going to work tomorrow. And what am I going to be doing? Yeah, I can't say he oh. doesn't,
1: because this man is up at three thirty in the morning, going to
0: fucking work. So, and then you know, by eleven, and no I'm matter like, how many so times
1: good. we tell him to take the day off, he's like, "No, I need to go to I work." I just took like Three, three, three days off actually, because
2: I because he needs to waste so much money on video games that he has to that go to I work have
1: to not
0: play yet. So there it is. It's a cycle, <laughs> a very cyclical situation that, I, that I'm oh.
1: stuck in. Um, if there's a sugar daddy listening, Jarrell is open to <laughs>
0: applications. One hundred percent. I actually don't say that because of a situation. I take that
1: back. I'm not. You <laughs> take that back. I was joking, but <laughs> not I am looking currently for looking
0: one. for a sugar daddy. But officially, I <laughs> am looking for a sugar I'm daddy. For a daddy. One. Oh, also, yeah. remember,
1: if you've gotten to this part of the podcast, you've heard me mention it. bats and kneecaps various times. So don't try anything with me. Correct. All yes. right, and now you're threatening. Your Allegedly, daddy. I don't you know, know what's I'm going not on. Together, I'm making a preemptive assumption, and of that's why you weirdos. will never have one you see? And That's you know what? That's okay, because I work for my own money. Why? When you can just
0: get some suits to pay for you.
1: I'm not good enough to be a sugar You know baby. what you should do? You should people. partner with Elf. And be their male streamer. You, you would make become, so much money! Aside, aside, yeah. from the fact, aside from the fact after what just happened with Elf, that in their case, that would be one of the biggest losses, because I can't figure out a technology for my life. I've been trying to stream wow. since like 2000. and...
2: I'll help you.
1: Was, no, trust me, Kelly. Everyone's tried helping me. So I'm just Hannah, a lost cause. Just
2: as a, as a I'll just take control of your computer and
1: do it. Just as an insight to this conversation. So I don't want to
0: Gabe literally asked for help one day, and he was like, "How do I use a uh, a uh what is it called? The fucking light." Oh my god. The ring light. <laughs> yeah, he the was like, "How do I use a ring light?" <laughs> no, and Kelly's help, ice help ice literally was, like, was turn it on, and I was
1: like, "Oh my no, god!" No. But but in that in that scenario, <laughs> like that was my fault because I worded that one wrong. What I meant to say was like, "How should I be positioning the ring light and stuff?" Because as you can see, I have the ring I in my like, glasses, damn. and I don't have yeah, I don't have contacts, and. At this point, I feel like I look sick when I'm not wearing my glasses. So, like, I was like, you know, is it supposed to be in front of me to the side? But instead, I was like, yo, how do you use a ring light? And it's like, bro, you just turn the fucking I texted right Kelly on. and she was like, turn it on.
0: And I was like, I don't know we i so Feel okay. bad for Gabe or laugh at Kelly. Yeah, you didn't response. feel bad for like, shit. Yeah, don't I, don't, don't like,
1: try and. No. But also, that's you that's 100% percent we laughing. Just, <laughs> you you it was so funny. <laughs> Like, Turned on, I was like, "Oh, he can't be that bad." Like, there's no way. Oh, I was generally just asking, like, you know, how do you set it up and whatnot.
0: Anyway, and with that, I'm gonna mention all the things that we didn't get to talk about this week, Um, and then gonna do a lovely little outro and thank Hannah for being such an awesome sport and coming onto the podcast with us tonight. I know it's been a long one, but I appreciate. it. Oh, it's you been so fun much. though. I'm so I've had fun. I'm so happy. I've been. I've been. <laughs> anticipating having you come on. Um and thank you so much for always, you know, supporting HB Critical. You're so fucking amazing. Um yeah. so some things that we didn't get to today are PS five stock issues continuing into twenty twenty two. Um yep. I don't think we yeah. talked about xbox having shoes uh with adidas so yeah that's a thing sweet um hmm. the new venom movie totally forgot the trailer came out for venom um if you want to say anything sick. about it really quick oh it looks sick can't wait well, can't perfect, wait. I, I, perfect. I, I enjoyed the first one <laughs> uh i was gonna mention the top ps down playstation downloads of the month um resident evil 8 broke 100,000 concurrent players on steam oh yeah. star wars Fuck. Brandon, I'm so sorry. I forgot about Star Wars. Did you want to say something about the Bad Batch
5: Legendary Edition? Oh, um, ooh, that, now that's a conversation. Can we put that in the notes for next week? I do want to. I do want to yes. talk about that, but I need time. So that's yes. I yeah, we totally can.
0: Uh, Gal Gadot okay. on her career issues with Josh Whedon. Jo- Josh Whedon. Um, Josh Whedon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sega wanting to globally expand and release all their games um, globally. At the same time, which will be very interesting, thanks to the um, uh, success of Yakuza. Uh, um, And I think that was everything. Oh, Lego's donating a million dollars to save the children in India, which was really, really awesome. I can't believe I forgot that. That's amazing. I just wanted to bring that up because that's that's really dope. Um, PlayStation 5, Cosmic Red, and um, Midnight Black PS5 controllers.
3: Oh, God, that red one's so nice. I
0: can't decide which one I want, so I'm just not going to get
3: either one.
1: No, what he means is he can't go. decide which it one works. he wants, so he's going to buy both. both. I was going to yeah.
0: say I'm going to buy both, <laughs> but I was like, yeah. I'm just not going to get any, because if I say I'm going to buy both, then everyone's going to talk shit. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna buy both. And that was everything that we had to talk about today. Uh, and no, what that... about
1: the leakers about E3?
0: Oh, fuck. Oh. Yes. There's a uh, lot of news to cover in this so week. So wow. much, so much, so yeah. much. Um, yeah, so, yes, Gabe, can you can you quickly tell us
1: about that? No, that's a whole conversation. I, I mean, in short, it's the only thing I can say. See, the, 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 the thing I can say is I, f- I feel like, you know, we're getting back into the swing of regular things with video mm-hmm. games. You know, E3 is obviously a big thing. Um, if you're not, if you're a fan of all that stuff, you know, don't buy into too much what leakers are saying because you're going to get your hopes up too high.
0: <laughs> I feel like he's talking about himself. Um, no,
1: because I know better by now.
0: That's not true because you literally talked about how your high, your hopes were specifically high for Nintendo's anniversary, which episode.
1: had nothing to do with leakers. That's just me putting hope in Nintendo actually getting on their shit with Zelda.
0: And look how that, how far that's gotten you so far.
1: Has nothing to do with leakers.
0: Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, and we might, you know, talk about that a little bit more next week weekend. Uh, of course, for anyone listening, make sure you uh, hang out for episode 69, where we continue to talk about all oh, things. nice.
4: Stuff. It's going to be great.
5: Uh, pretty <laughs> tame this episode. It was, we were. Uh, I think impressed. I only
0: talked about playing with myself once, so that's... Not that I do. Yeah, he does it a lot. Not... Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, because it's getting awkward. Thank you so much, Hannah. sorry.
1: Really quick. One of the first headlines I see when I go into Google, new Fire Emblem rumor has Nintendo fans excited. So... Uh, see? <laughs> Don't listen to the rumors for E3. That's
0: probably something else we'll talk about. Um, you know, it's crazy. Uh, Three Houses is a great game. Anyway, thank you so much, <laughs> Hannah. You are fucking awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. This is so much fun. I'm so happy. I'm so (laughs) happy. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for everything. You're fucking awesome. Keep up the good work over at the IGN guides section. Check out her stuff at IGN. I will. And uh, can you please plug your podcast one more time?
3: Yes, it's Shuffle the Pod. You can just find it at Shuffle the Pod on Twitter. And there you go.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, and of course, Gabe, Kelly, and Brandon, you guys are always the bees knees. Even if I don't say it all the time, because I talk shit about Gabe. Um, thank you for always Just sharing me. with I us. Have you two. Huh? Pardon me. Well, that's because I'll talk that's about because on the we... Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you all for sharing your experiences with us. Uh, having actual real conversations about serious topics. I always appreciate it. And with that, um, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye everybody.
4: Next, next. Let's go HP
0: Critical.